But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Damon. This is the Amazing Nerd Show. So we got some casting news. Yeah, got some casting news. Young hot actor Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Big break here. New kid on the block. <laughs> uh, he is going to be Carnage. Possibly. Possibly. Rumor has it, coming from multiple sources, that Woody Harrelson, who's already been cast mm. in the Venom movie. Um, is actually playing Cletus Cassidy. It only makes sense. It it feels like great casting, mm. right? So, um, and Cletus has always been obviously Cletus has always been a redneck. Um, so and Woody Harrelson plays a wonderful redneck when he wants to. So I I just and wonderful psycho. Yes, natural born <laughs> killers, right? Um, so it feels like perfect casting. Mm. I hope it's true. Um, it's coming from many different sources. It has not been officially announced yet, though. I mean, I see him doing a really good job, especially across Tom Hardy. Yes. Yes, that'd be a great dynamic between those two. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. And, I, God, it really it has been dead, though, over there, you know, from from the Venom people. I haven't heard anything, really, since that, like, little teaser trailer dropped. I, I'm assuming that they're waiting until they can really give us something to look at. You know, really give us something, like... It'll probably be like an Empire magazine or something. I, really, I think show. production wrapped on that movie. I thought we heard a while back, like a month or so ago, that it like, unless they're doing reshoots or this leak. It's got to be CG work. Yeah. Oh, there's got to be tons of CG work. People were still freaking out like we weren't going to see the suit. Yes. In this, like I heard some people like online like complaining or like worried. I was like, really? They're not going to do a Venom movie without Venom showing up. It's not going to be, you know, Eddie Brock. How hilarious would that be? It'd be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like the last like five minutes of the film is him in that. Uh, what's that? See the word I'm looking for. What are you talking about? In the trailer when he's in the when he's turning very much. Oh, God. Now I totally lost it. MRI machine. MRI, yeah, not C. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's okay, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> we got a whole podcast to recover. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't worry, people, it gets better. I swear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be horrible, though. That would definitely be horrible if it was just that, and then they just went to black and you know, <laughs> seeing Venom two. I would love the fan reaction to that. Oh God, they would shit all over that. Um, yeah, no, you're going to see Venom people, mm. you know, I, there's no doubt in my mind and maybe even by the next trailer, you'll see oh, Venom, especially after the reaction, the first teaser mm. got, you know, how people were so outraged that they didn't see Venom. It's like, what a bunch of greedy little fucks. Sony doesn't Calm like to down. gamble either. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. Although I'll say they gambled with the uh, second Amazing Spider-Man film, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. So. That whole script was a gamble. (laughs) (laughs) 
But anyway, so hopefully this casting news is true. You know, um, I think October can't get here any sooner. Mm. I mean, it, it feels right around the corner, right? I mean, I mean, I'm waiting for May first. Let's get there. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe it's already April, right? I know. Well, not May first. It's April now. You talking about uh, Avengers? Well, yeah, Avengers. Yeah, that's and right. Solo and. Deadpool well, and Avengers has moved up to yes. April 26th. I thought it was 28th or something. 28th? I mean, not much of a difference, mm. but whatever. I still get to see it early. I think that was just for a worldwide box office, right? They wanted everything yeah. to release at the same time, so there's no spoilers or whatever. That's so, I mean, that's time for me to wait. <laughs> right? No, I, I agree 100%. Um, and I still can't get over how excited I am for that movie. Everything I see, I'm just staying away now <laughs> from anything. Because every time I see something, I just get completely just over, mm. over excited for it. You know, so, I mean, there's just so many, like, and things are just leaking out slowly, you know. Um, I'm just going to start emailing you links to things. Please now. don't. <laughs> <laughs> please don't ruin it for me. So you were busy this weekend? Yes, uh, it was Easter weekend. I had some time to myself. Got some, uh, you know, that <laughs> sounds sad. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little sad, Christian. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, did you spend your Easter in the movie theater? I did. I did. I did. That's not uh, a bad way to spend it. It was a very digital day for me. I bought a video game. You know, what did you pick up? Uh, Far Cry Five. Yeah, how was that? I haven't played it yet because I didn't have time after the movie. I was a little tired after the movie. Okay. Right? Downloads these days, man. 50 gigabyte games. But we'll, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get there. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. one day. Um, so tell me about Ready Player One. Um, well, this film is set in the year 2045 when much of humanity escaping the desolation of the real world uses the virtual reality software Oasis to engage in work and play. Wade Watts discovers clues to a hidden game within the program that promises the winner full ownership of the Oasis and joins several allies to try to compete or complete the game before uh, indentured players working for a large company run by Nolan Sorrento can do so. Um, very, very fun movie. And if you if you want to like take a thing, a film, or I should say, that embodies me as a person... <laughs> I mean, video games, 80s references, 70s references, all the kinds of music that I love, all just in one film. There you go. Big action pieces. So this was just Christian throwing yes. on the screen. I couldn't help but smile while I was watching the film. Was this perhaps the nerdiest movie you've ever seen? It's definitely up there. It's up there, right? I mean, it looked compared like to it. a classic sci-fi or anything like uh -huh. that. Yes, it was definitely playing to a nerd. So the plot sounds very much like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You could... I mean, there's no one guiding you through it. Okay. It's definitely There's like, not a host like Silly Wonka. There's like quests, you know? Okay. Um, this definitely does take... I understand. I haven't read the book. It takes different. It takes liberties with the types of quests that the character has to go on. It's more of a race rather than um, discovering like these kinds of '80s things that the creator of the game was into. I'm definitely going to read the book uh, so I can learn more about that. And that's by Ernest Klein, correct? Yes. All right. And I, I have a few friends who are a huge fan of the book, and years ago they were raving about it, wanting me to read it. But mm. you know, who reads? <laughs> 
I mean, besides comic books, right? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but now I totally want to pick it up before I see the film. Mm. But, you know, probably not going to happen. I'll probably see this in the next couple weeks. So, and I'm hearing great things. Yes. Um, and you obviously feel the same? Yes. I mean, I do feel like there's relationships that bank off of you might knowing the film, I mean, the book a little bit more. Like, you'd probably feel more for those characters if you had read beforehand. But, like, I feel like them meeting up and kind of stuff is kind of more rushed. But, I mean, it's cinematic. It's, what, it's the virtual movie. world is called The Oasis? Yes. Okay, so how much time do you spend in The Oasis and how much time do you spend in the real world? I would say it's a good um, 80-20. It's mostly in The Oasis. Wow. So is that, and that's all pretty much CGI? Yeah. The CGI work was great. And the way that they blended um, both real world and CGI sometimes was just phenomenal. Really? Okay. And I'm a CGI stickler. Uh This was phenomenal. They've been working on this film for a long time, too. So um, I'm not surprised. And you know Spielberg is going to take his Mm. time with it and make sure it's done right. Um, Did this feel like a Spielberg movie? It felt more like a classic Spielberg movie, I can tell you that, rather than the last few projects that he's worked on. Okay. Um, It was definitely, it's very, it was fun. I'll tell you that. It was a fun Spielberg film. Now, did this feel like nostalgia for the sake of nostalgia at times? Like, was there any moments that just didn't hit, where they were just throwing things out there just for the sake of throwing it out there? Or did this nostalgia have a place in the story? It clearly has a place in the story because that's the creator of the Oasis is heavily like bases all of his things that he loves through the 80s. Okay. So everything felt like it had a right place. And then, so all the characters that we're seeing, like, because I've only seen the Mm -hmm. trailers, obviously. So, like, you're seeing so many different references and stuff like that. You're seeing things like, you know, Chucky and, you know, Freddy and, you know, all these different, like, King Kong, I believe. Now, are those avatars for different characters? Like, in the Um, movie? In the real world? Or are they just, like... Well, I mean, a lot of what you described is more of, like, weapons that they come across like um someone has a chucky bomb and you pretty much throw chucky at your enemies oh really just <laughs> well that's fantastic <laughs> um king kong is just like an obstacle that they have to get past in okay race. and then uh but someone is dressed as jason as their avatar oh really in the movie oh wow like i didn't even, movie, I even see that in the uh i don't think it's though. in the trailer but it's like there's um a big mountain and how I guess the hell did they mountain. get all the rights to all these different like i they probably threw spielberg's name everywhere and that's how they got it wow but but you man think, too it's a free commercial for you in mm. a giant movie but yeah that's a lot but of licensing the, the to licensing is insane the amount of stuff that they were able to put in this film yeah i mean some of those characters like the joker looks very weird Okay. Like it's definitely not like your typical. Like they could have used the Arkham Asylum Joker, like they did with Harley, but they didn't. They just used the Harley model. Wow. So I didn't even know the Joker made an appearance. Oh yeah, he's there. Wow, awesome. That's exciting. I mean, you can be whoever. And well, I, guess that's I really, the point. yeah. And there's he's, <laughs> now I really have to see the movie. <laughs> I mean, they're making John Hughes references left and right with um, the costumes that he puts on and stuff like the main character okay like he's trying to figure out what he should wear to his like first date with this girl now is it like is it like he knows he's wearing like different outfits that yes. are John Hughes he's really making different okay. references so, okay. when in the real world where are we time wise um, it's like, the future it's the future okay yes and I mean that's one of my this isn't a, like an alternate reality where you know virtual reality actually I wouldn't like, say it's I think it's supposed to be a play off of our reality and like if we just okay. let everything go but it's a future mm-hmm. okay storyline okay I mean, story-wise, one of my issues, I guess, with that is, um, I mean, I haven't read the book, so again, 
I don't understand this society that much. It's just like how far they've let things just go out of control just to be in this virtual reality. It makes sense on some levels, but on others, I'm like, would they really give up all this, like... I mean, they're living literally in stacks of... Um, trailers. Trailers. On top of each other. So that's just covered all of the world is like No, that but much. there's plenty of places like this, apparently. Because I just always assumed, like, from the trailers, that was just that kid's, like, you know, mm-hmm. his, like, town. But that's, like, a I lot mean, of society. Yeah, society has continued to grow, and they've just gone up instead, but they've... They're allowed, all hooked. Yeah, it's just... Okay. It's just living in walls. Like, there's trash... All around that, always where he lives. Wow. I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, the company that's like the people trying to win in this, um, they they have all free reign. They have their own militia going after people. They have drones flying everywhere. And I'm like, where's the government regulations yeah. and all of this? <laughs> so are they going after people in the real world? Yes. Are they going? They're making like camps almost, like um, as a way to like scam people in a way. They're like, you owe us this much like time in this world. You have to come live in this like facility that like it's just a box, and you have to work for them and wow. to pay off your like bills and stuff to them. So like, are you paying it off in the real world, or are you paying, you're paying it, it off, it off in, in the oasis? In the oasis, but okay. I mean, you're still like strapped in a suit in one room, just working for yeah. them. Wow. Okay. And the way that they have the, it's still you're still using your own muscles and everything. Like, okay. It's, um, so like it's a work. track thing. It's real work. Wow. Okay. All right. So th- this is a bigger story than I actually expected from the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. So. It's a pretty large story. It's just... Because um, they mean, really didn't give you many story, story points, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the trailers. You know, and it seemed like they were just kind of banking on a lot of the nostalgia mm-hmm. and everything like that. You know, you kind of got the whole virtual reality thing, but I didn't really... I didn't realize there was, like, the, a, a corporation that they're kind of battling against yeah. and everything. So that's interesting. Yeah, there's definitely, like, a kind of, like, rebel against society type of vibe going, going on. on yeah okay um, i wish they had saved the iron giant for the um film and not the trailer though really because like right off the back they kind of tease like oh yeah i've been building the iron giant in my garage this entire time oh okay. then it gets used at the end and i mean that's the big oh point. that's the big finale yeah and that's like the first thing we saw really mm-hmm. in the trailer so that's yeah i could see that be disappointing i will say like um spoilers ahead and everything um showing like the iron giant fighting mecha godzilla and then having a Gundam warrior come down to fight <laughs> him, all of Mechagodzilla. Well, that's a nerd gas. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. No, I need to go, like, tomorrow and see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, was there, you know, because we're obviously two different generations. Mm. You're in your 20s. I'm, I just hit 40. Were there any references that went over your head? I mean, you're pretty much submerged in pop culture like I am, so you know a lot of the retro and a lot of, you know... I'm sure there were probably, like... um, There's probably horror movie references during the... There's a... Oh, you'll love the Shining scene. Oh, wow. They go into the Shining world, and but there's... um, I think there's a couple references there that I probably missed. Okay. There's probably um, book references that I completely missed. Because this sounds like it's, like, layered... You know, with nostalgia and just... It's basically, like, everything that this creator loved. And Mm -hmm. they have to, like, figure out, you know, clues based off of his past and all the things that he loved to play his different um, realms that he's created to get these keys to unlock a door that will allow you to own (laughs) the company and stuff like that. It sounds like a video game, pretty much. It is. I mean, it's a video game. He wants you to, instead of it being 
so like um, an economy in a world, he wants you to actually just play a game. Now that's kind of his purpose and his point. Did was the plot predictable at all? Like, did you feel like you knew what was? It's going a on? typical. Hero. Was there any twist that like was thrown in there that you know? Because it sounds like a almost a mystery, you know, to me. Like, was there anything that you know surprised I think you when you sit there and you start watching? You're gonna immediately know where this is gonna be going. It's a, it's mm-hmm. an adventure story. It's a typical like. I would say it's a typical adventure story. The hero is going to win. You, okay, there, you there's know a moment there's not where gonna be dark, mm-hmm. you know, endings to this film. Like there could have been. Mm-hmm. There was clear points where it's like the main villain catches the um, the hero and has a gun pointed at him, but for some reason doesn't shoot. He just okay. decides I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not a killer, and doesn't do it. And there was this perfect moment Interesting. where you could stop it. That seems like a heavy moment for you know the main <laughs> uh, antagonist to have. So. um... Okay, all right. Um, what would you rate this movie? Um, out of five, five. we'll do five. We only do four on uh, <laughs> on Twitter polls. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll give it a four. You'll I'll give it a four. four. Okay, I'll give it a four. That's it's strong. Really, it's up there. I wish that the relationships, like um, the problem with the 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 love interests, it's kind of like they immediately are like falling in love with each other when oh, they really? see each other in real life. Her whole like issue with um, self image, where it's like she had this birthmark at um, at birth, but she's clearly an attractive actress with a very like small, tiny like birthmark. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, come on. I, I don't see him complaining either. When yeah, he you in real life, um, like I have to live in this virtual world because my hideous face. But she's this gorgeous supermodel exactly. with a little dimple. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. But so, but overall, hmm. you know. Just not, was it like character building that you had? Was there anything else that you had issues with? Like, did you get enough time to know these characters in the outside world? I would say his friends are kind of forced on you real fast. Okay. Like, um, when, as soon as you meet them in the real world, you're just supposed to accept them and move on. It's okay. just kind of like, um, like I won't spoil that. There's um, like a younger character that's apparently like this total badass in the game and you think it's an adult the entire time it turns out to be an 11 year old kid in real life okay but they just kind of like run up to him and they're like yeah i'm this person let's go oh okay and i'm like well would you really trust that at this point especially with like this whole government chasing after you and all this and stuff? you're like 11 yeah yeah <laughs> so but whatever <laughs> it just kind of happens real fast we're forgivable people mm. <laughs> so but four stars yes to get i mean to get through all of that, to get to the points where you really are going to enjoy and love everything, it's worth it. And give it a four. I definitely suggest seeing it. If you just want to see a fun, lovable action film, this is a good one. And it sounds like it's like going to be totally like rewatchable over and over again. Yeah, catch it's everything. Rewatchable. Yeah, and that's the kind of movie I mm. love. And it's definitely like I want to be in the Oasis. It just sounds like a fun experience, and it definitely seems like something we're going to eventually yes in like five years maybe (laughs) the way technology is going i'll give it i'll give it 20 20 years to get 20 years to that level okay i didn't see the film so (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i have 20 years christian the way i'm going so (sighs) we need to get there sooner (laughs) (laughs) not with this government um anyway (laughs) let's move on yes yes (laughs) Do you enjoy entertainment? Have you wasted money or time not knowing what to expect? Well, look no further. The Chewed Gum Podcast is your answer. It's a blasty blast. 
We are the Gruesome Twosome and Seamus and Luke. We find the latest entertainment and give you our views and hopefully save you time and money. So come listen to the Gruesome Twosome and chew up recent entertainment. Uh, who's listening to you dummies? So, uh, Sakura happened. Yes, over the Sakura weekend. Genesis. Right? It's uh, a New Japan event for those who are unaware. Yes, yes. We are going to be talking a lot of wrestling. Yes. This is our WrestleMania preview Coming show. Coming out during WrestleMania week, so of That's course. right. So we're going to be wrestling wall to wall. We are skipping over our usual comic book talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might do a bonus episode where we kind of talk comics. We're thinking Maybe about Maybe we'll see if we have time. <laughs> so if there's Stream anything, on Twitter, you know. if there's anything worth really diving Ooh. into, so but um, so we're gonna be talking a lot of wrestling, um, and we will be doing the timestamps once again. Yes. Um, but yeah, Sakura, what stood out? Um, I mean, definitely Suzuki Gun versus uh, Los Ignores de Japon, Lij as I like to call him, yes. just to make it Me easy on myself. <laughs> um, I mean, what stood out for me there mostly is because I love both Suzuki and Naito. And getting to see them go at it the way that they have been and being able to talk at each other the way they have been has just been phenomenal. So I absolutely love it. Seems like Naito. the storyline is <laughs> Naito's just getting underneath Suzuki's skin mm-hmm. by just acting like he doesn't care yeah. about anything. It's almost the same kind of thing that he did with Tanahashi. Okay. But Suzuki's not the one to keep his calm as much as Tanahashi No, you don't was. say. <laughs> Suzuki's terrifying. Yes. So he is, like, he's the kind of person, like, walking down the street, you cross the fucking street, you know, and go, like, the other way if he's walking towards you. Because that mm. guy, I mean, he's probably, I want to say, the scariest pro wrestler out there right now. <laughs> he seems legit, mm-hmm. right? Um, so having Naito just completely just kind of act blasé towards him is yeah. fantastic. Um, I don't know. So it, it, you know, the match. What do you? How do you feel about the match itself? The match was okay. I mean, it was kind of a lot of the same of what they did for the road as well. It was pretty much almost the same match. Uh huh. Yeah. But, it seemed uh, like they're more kind of setting up just mm-hmm. Naito and Suzuki. You know, that yeah. confrontation at the end of the match. So that that's really what it felt like to me. Um, it was. It was great to see Evil back. Mm-hmm. So he's been out with a I definitely wanted to see fracture, right? Yeah, and they they've out. been playing that up in the match as well. Like uh, Killer Elite Squad goes after him, trying to hit him in the eye and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> it's so fucking exactly. Brutal. They keep saying it to him oh too. You can God. hear him going, like, "We're gonna get your eye." It's just <laughs> I really like Suzuki Gun. Mm-hmm. They're just savages. Exactly. Um, you know, just the way they treat the, the young lions and the like young them. lions. <laughs> That's great shit, man. Mm-hmm. I love that. And like I said, Suzuki just seems like he's crazy. Yes. Like legitimately crazy. Um, yeah, I, yeah, this bitch was okay, you know, mm-hmm. but like I love the setup at the end, you know, because I didn't exactly. really know what was going on between the two until, you know, the the end, you know, angle that they kind of shot with Naito basically challenging Suzuki, you mm. know, just because he could, yeah. you know, in a roundabout way <laughs> while laying down, you <laughs> You know, in Naito fashion, um, you know, and just you could just see, you know, Suzuki getting infuriated. Like he came to the ring, confronted him while he was laying down on his back, talked shit, called him a clown and then walked out. And then Naito jumped up and started saying something again. And then all of a sudden Suzuki's just starts throwing tables and chairs 
Um, just awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Yeah, just like um, he's disrespectful to the title. He's disrespectful to Suzuki. And the only reason he wants the title is to annoy Suzuki, exactly. which is you know nothing to do with the title. He classic Naito, and it it feels like this is going to be the start of Naito getting back, you know, to where he was, mm. you know, before Wrestle Kingdom. Because I feel like he's kind of been slumping, yeah, just storyline wise. I don't know if that's part of the story that they're trying to tell now, but um, this felt more like classic Naito. Mm. So um. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely excited to see where this goes. I think the match is relatively soon. It's going to happen okay. within the next like month or so. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what event it's going to be. At, yeah, we'll definitely keep you. We're a little forward. we're a little confused <laughs> about the New Japan schedule right now. So, um, any other matches that really stick out to you? Well, I mean, there's the obvious. There's Will Osprey versus Marty Scroll. I love this match. Scroll, scroll, whatever. Scroll, scroll. I believe. <laughs> I believe. My sources are telling me scroll. Um. This was just fantastic. Mm. An amazing match. Um, I know they've been feuding for a long time. They've had lots of classics. This is really my first experience, you know, like watching, you know, one of their, you know, matches live, you know, not just, you know, like, you know, a year later, mm. you know, I'm playing catch up right now. Um, <laughs> this was just a brutal, brutal match. And I really thought Osprey was going to lose multiple times. You can yeah. tell that these guys have worked a lot together because they're just so fluid in the ring. You know, you could tell that they know each mm. other's next move. Um, but Skrull, just classic villainy. <laughs> classic villain going on here. And I think, I, you know, a lot of my exposure to Skrull is through, like, you know, being the lead and everything. And he's more mm. of a, you know, comical, like, character. Yeah. And that so talking to people's junk. Yes, just... exactly. <laughs> so seeing him in this light, you know, just I really, really enjoyed this, and I understand why he's as over as he really is. Mm. Um, God, when he fucking starts booting him in the head and just stomping on him. Well, that's after the big bump off the um, the apron. Yes, which was just like it almost felt like uh, at the time. I'm like. Was this on purpose? Was his head really supposed to hit the apron? I can't imagine them being able to time that like that, though. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, he is a master of, like, controlling mm. his body, obviously. But what a risky move, you know? So The replay I on that, just watching his head scrape off of yes. it, just looks yes. so brutal. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it definitely felt like it could have been like a hard way, but then just to have Scroll go after it the way he mm. did, I mean, Marty did not care. So that made me almost feel like it was storyline, mm. you know, because I can't imagine him stomping on someone's head after that kind of bump. And Will looked dead while he, that was happening. Too. He did. He, was just like, was he just did. Like... He did. And once again, I mean, for those, you know, old school people out there saying that, you know, all these guys never sell and shit. Mm. Osprey was fucking selling like crazy. I mean, they both were, but mm. Osprey was definitely selling through this whole match. He looked like he was at death's door multiple oh, yeah. times. So, I mean, this was just a well-put-together match. Um, you know, um, definitely one of my favorite matches of 2018 so far. Mm. So I was on the edge of my seat. Oh, this was definitely a match of the night. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. So I was really, I was like, is Marty going to actually win? You know, because mm. I kind of, when I saw it announced and after the angle that they shot at, um, what was it? Uh, strong style. Yeah. Strong style. Uh, yeah. I, I was kind of like, okay, Will's keeping the belt. You know, they're going to end up, you know, leading mm. to, you know, him and Mysterio. Um, 
But yeah, I was like, okay, well, maybe not. Maybe, you know, ends up being like a three-way or something like that. But And I didn't realize that this was Will trying to run the game, like the gauntlet, go after each person that he faced in that uh, four-way. Yeah, because then at the end, Will wins, mm. obviously. Um, and then at the end, he challenges... Um, uh, Kushida. Kushida, right? And Or Kushida. 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 Yeah. Marty McFly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, who was sitting on commentary for the entire match? Yes, yes, yes. So, that was a huge moment, and you know, that seems that's going to be another setup that mm-hmm. seems like it's going to be happening sooner than later. So, yeah, no, awesome match. If you get a chance, check it out. Yes, so instant classic. Was there any matches that stood out to you besides those two? Um, I enjoyed the uh, Bullet Club Civil War match with Omega and the, or the Golden Lovers, I should say, mm-hmm. and um, Cody and Hangman. I thought that was a classic match, you know. I mean, not anywhere near the Young Bucks, you know, versus Golden Lovers yeah. match that we got, you know, um, the show previous. But, I mean, I felt like it was a damn good match and really helped set up, you know, Rhodes versus Omega. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved that it furthered along the storyline, too, with the Young Bucks coming out and everything. I mean, I don't know if they're booking their own stuff, you know. <laughs> but, like, honestly, this is probably my favorite storyline going on in wrestling right now. Yeah. Honestly. So, I mean, it... It was a good match. Great. Now, you want to talk about a hard way. That was definitely a hard way <laughs> that Rhodes took. Yeah. So Rhodes took a spinning hill Huge kick from Omega. gash under his eyebrow. And it kind of felt like a throwaway move at the time, mm-hmm. you know, but then you see Rhodes go down and he's kind of checking and then they get a close up on his face and goddamn. <laughs> Huge gash. Huge gash. I mean, it, it, and it added to the match, of course, because... Mm. Blood always does. Oh, yeah. Um, Cody immediately started playing up to it. He was rubbing it on his face. Yes. Yes. He knew exactly what to do. Mm. His daddy bled a whole lot. (laughs) So um, he knew what to do with that blood. So he worked it. And, you know, it definitely was a benefit to the match. Um, Cody and um, Hangman went over here. Mm. Hangman looked strong, which I was glad. he had some great moments. He did a beautiful um, drop kick into a moonsault onto uh, Okada. uh, Kota while he was down, like he drop kicked. Um, why am I messing Omega? Omega? He drop kicked Omega and beautifully went over into a moonsault. Yes, yes, I'm seeing a lot of Hangman mm. lately, a lot out of him that I did not expect. You know, like I said before, he, uh, last podcast, he always kind of felt vanilla to me in the ring, and just I think that's lack of exposure once again. Um, but he's really showing me something. You know, I will say I think I need to see more Ibushi in these matches. Okay. But I feel like he's he's almost kind of playing second to Omega most of the time. Yeah. Which is fine. I can agree with that. But I want to see them more on an equal plane. Especially like as this team that's Golden Lovers. I want to see them equal. More. Yeah. And I think because Omega is really the one with the main storyline yeah. right now. That's probably why it's being booked that way. But I mean, there's no doubt that they're showcasing this talent mm. in the ring. I can't you know complain about that. But yeah, I'd like to see more equal time. You know, like bigger spots and everything because it seems like Omega's getting like the biggest you know mm. the bigger spots um where do you think this leads with the whole Golden Lovers thing like if you took like Bullet Club out of the equation let's say Kenny ends up leaving the Bullet Club and Cody ends up taking over or mm. something which I don't necessarily think is going to happen but where do you think you know are they staying a tag team you know, for the rest of the year, I could see them writing it out and them getting to the titles. Okay. 
Especially with the crowd reaction. That yeah, I mean, it's huge. Mm. You know, it's like the Mega Powers reunited, pretty much. So I, New shirts are definitely going to start printing oh. any day now. Oh, yeah. No, I think they start. They debuted they have some the, shirts. Yeah, they yeah. have the heart But there'll be more coming out, mm. you know. So, um, yeah, so you think they'll get they'll end up at, like, Wrestle Kingdom for the, like, the titles? I think they'll the have titles. the titles by then, yeah. Okay. You think they'll have the titles, or you think it, like, culminates, like... Because I think they'll both be in singles for G1, and then after that, they'll definitely, I think, full scale ahead for the titles. Okay. Do you think they eventually do the breakup? Between them two? Yeah. Not this year. You don't? You, so you think maybe I think next year um, they go Kingdom, into a, yeah. a feud? Because I feel like they haven't really done a feud against each other, right? Like a no. full-on yeah. feud? They've had matches, but that not all like a real, like... at, um, what, DDT? Yeah. They've never had, like, a real, like, mm. blood feud in, like, New Japan. They've crossed paths, you know, where I think they've had to wrestle each other in New and Japan. And those two would go on and have a great match against each other. Because they yeah. love each other. They would be able to beat the hell out yes, of Yes, right. Um, no problem. Yeah. Maybe I'm just jumping the gun. I'm a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, I want to see those down. two. They yeah. just began. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting because I just don't know where they're going with the storyline. I think that's why I'm enjoying it so mm. much because I don't see Kenny leading the Bullet Club while being with the Golden Lovers at the same time. <coughs> but I don't see Cody taking over the Bullet Club either. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's something that they decide. But I don't see the Bullet Club going away. You know, unless it's something where they decide to split power between everyone, like everyone's just equal. Yes, yeah, instead of having. <laughs> I don't know because it feels like it's three separate groups. At the it moment. does, it does, it does. So yeah, should be interesting. Should be interesting. I'm excited to see exactly what happens next, and we're gonna find out mm-hmm. this weekend, right? I don't. Think... I don't know if I feel like Supercard is the end of this story. I feel like it's the end of Cody versus. Um, Omega, but what? Where does that go for the rest of the Bullet Club? Because there's nothing but open like air when it comes to Tamatanga and the rest of the Gorillas of Destiny. There's, I don't know what well, Fale feels, uh, Fale feels about any of this. I just, I don't think. I think they're just along for the ride, except for Tom. You know, like hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like there's like like New Japan faction, and then there's you know the States faction. Hmm. So, I don't know. There's the elite and then everyone else. So, I'm not sure. I, I just, I don't know. I can't, you know, I could see this being a start of multiple matches. Like, them having, you know, multiple matches. Cody and, you know, Kenny. I don't mm-hmm. know if they'll finish it. You know, be like the finale. I mean, they're kind of booking like it's going to be like, you know. Well, yeah, of course. They the end of it. Yeah. It but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't... And, because part of me felt like, okay, well, is this what they're going to go with for, like, All In? Like, do they continue the feud and then do All In? But I don't think All In is going to be necessarily, like, New Japan, like, Saint You know, that's just thrown together by Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they would let them, like, finish a storyline like that, you know, outside of New Japan. So, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how much New Japan is involved, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do. Like, you know, I don't think that will be like a, you know, New Japan World or anything mm. like that. Um, so, and I don't think, you know, Ring of Honor is going to get that storyline. So, although they're getting, it's on Supercard. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. I don't. I have no it's, idea. It's very. You know, unlike the WWE storylines, mm. this is a lot more. You know, just less like predictable. It's just unpredictable altogether. So, yeah, we'll see. Right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> hopefully, see. you know. Hopefully, they don't like string it out for the next two years. <laughs> so I can't handle that. Well, what did you think about um, our title of Okada versus Saber Junior? I thought it was a good match. It was interesting, mm. you know, to see Okada kind of work that different style. There's, I mean, a lot of mat wrestling going yes. on, a lot of really good chain wrestling going on. Um, I mean, Zack Sabre Jr. is a really talented wrestler, um, but we we knew exactly what was going to happen. This was predictable. Yes. So especially with the record being on the line, you know, him being able to tie the record um, with what eleven wins. Uh, yeah. I believe it's 11 wins, mm-hmm. um, consecutive title um, victories. So, um, defenses, I should say. Um, but yeah, I. it was a good match, though. It, it, it was what it was. You know, yeah. you knew you were going to get this kind of match, though. It was nothing that, like, threw me for a loop. Mm. You know, it wasn't all of a sudden, like, a different, like, he did. Like, it didn't make me feel like um, Junior had much of a threat to his title at the, in the, during this match. No. Like... Because before, at Strong Style, at least I felt like, man, he feels dangerous right now. In this mm-hmm. match, I didn't really get that sense. I like this different, like, aspect of Saber's character. Mm-hmm. I like seeing him as this kind of vicious hill. Um, but at the same time, you know, I agree. I didn't feel like he was a threat to Okada. Especially everything that we've seen Okada go through mm-hmm. in the last, like, year and a half. You knew Saber wasn't going to actually win that title. So, but how crazy would it have been if he did? It would have been insane, you know, and that would have been. couldn't do it. Naito couldn't do it. People would be furious. <laughs> furious. It looked good Naito for Suzuki and Gun, Omega. But... Oh my god, god! Because how many people were pissed off both times, mm. both Wrestle Kingdom? I was, <laughs> you know. So and then have Saber come out, you know, who I don't care what anyone says, he still looks like a high school like swim coach to me. <laughs> Great wrestler, though, but I still just, I want him to eat a cheeseburger, you know? He's just such a rail in the ring. But, God, fantastic chain wrestler. Just awesome mat game. I don't know if I can handle 40 minutes plus of chain wrestling, but... I liked it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. And they, uh, Okada, though, being able to hang with them, mm. I mean, because it takes two, you know? So that that was a different side of Okada's game that I've never that I haven't seen to that level. So I mean that was definitely I think uh, Gator was saying like next level submission wrestling going on. So um, but yeah, no, I really, really, you know, I don't know. I I I wasn't disappointed with the match. I just I was hoping for a little more, mm. you know, storyline wise going on in the match. But you know, I, you kind of knew you could map this match out yeah. if you really wanted to. What was going to happen? So, but uh, what about post-match? So he's going to go up against Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanahashi. Uh, he's I tied with Tanahashi. Yes, he's tied for that record. Yes. Of most title defenses, correct? Yes, 11 consecutive title defenses. I'm not excited for it, because I kind of have a feeling. It's, I mean, it's just going to be Okada wins. Mm-hmm. It's, he's almost reigns at this point for me. Don't you feel like if they were going to let anyone beat Okada, though, it would be Tanahashi? Yeah, but I don't see where they Because where does Okada go after this? I don't know. I feel like at this point, 
because I don't see anyone around the corner. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't know the product as well as I should. You know? Unless they I'm want Suzuki to falling go. in love with it this year, really. So I don't know where Okada goes. So almost part of me wants to say that maybe Tanahashi does win. And that, you know, then we get to see Okada chasing after the title. Um, the only reason I would want Tanahashi to win is so I could see Naito take it off Tanahashi. <laughs> it all goes back to Naito. <laughs> I mean, that's part of his storyline. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. The chase I for just Ace. don't know. I don't know, especially knowing where Naito's at right now mm-hmm. going against Suzuki. I don't know if that's happening anytime soon. You know, so then would you book it where Tanahashi and Okada feud for a while? Probably. You know, the Naito wins the G1 again? That would be nice. You know, and mm-hmm. then he faces off Tana- against Tanahashi. I don't... We'll, we'll talk G1 when that comes around. <laughs> well, well, I'm just trying to book it because I, I th- I'm just saying, you know, it just feels, you know, and this is a wild prediction. Mm. I just, I really feel like you're not giving Tanahashi enough of, your, of a chance. I know we've seen him beat Omega when everyone thought Omega was going to win. Mm. You know, we see him beat Naito when everyone thought Naito was going to win. And I mean, I, I think he should have won. Um, but, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it would be poetic to have him beat Tanahashi to mm. break the record. Because they keep talking about the record. Yeah. I'm assuming he's going but to But it would also it. be poetic for Tanahashi to turn around and regain that title from him at this point. Once again, the only reason I'd like that is if Naito comes in and takes <laughs> You don't have to like it. I'm saying where do you think it's going, Christian? I I mean, where I think it's going is Okada wins. Okay. I think there's there's no doubt in my mind. I just Okada's don't know, winning. man. How often? I mean, they're really booking him. I know you're saying Tanahashi. You know, before you felt like Tanahashi's like their Cena, but like I feel like they're booking. Well, I just said Okada's like their Reigns at this point. Because he's really? supposed to be taking, it was supposed to be. Um, well, at least Reigns, and I'm not defending Reigns' storyline, has to chase. Like, they've never had Reigns with that belt for this long of a period of time. Yeah. I mean, there's the, when I think about it, I'm thinking about the whole, like, the chase to be ace for Naito and Okada, and them eventually just choosing Okada over Naito at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that way, and I'm, I see it as Okada's pretty much just waiting to be finally just over Tanahashi with the way the company looks at him. Okay. And I feel like this is the last record he has to break to beat Tanahashi, to be 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Like I said, it'd be poetic. It really would be. I just don't know where they go story-wise, you know, with this afterwards. Like, who steps up, you know, to really go after him? Like, I would say Naito again, but... Mm -hmm. Since he's going after, you know, Suzuki. I mean, they've had um, weird teases between Suzuki and Okada. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to see that, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, unless there's like a dark, dark horse out there that's really going to just surprise everyone. J.Y. Yeah. <laughs> Switchblade. Oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I give the guy credit, mm. you know, he really showed me something in a strong style, but, you know, not enough mm. for me to want to see that. So, but they're really behind him. Yeah, they, they are and really And they like building really up guys to lose him. to Okada. Yeah, two shirts at Hot Topics. Wow. Two shirts. Two. I was like, what? <laughs> Come on now. So, but, yeah, um, what would you give this card overall? Um, 
out of five stars. I'd give it a 3.5. I wasn't super hot on it, but it was still good. There were still plenty of good matches. I feel like I'd probably give it a three. I give it a three because I, it was all, I mean, they're all good matches, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel like it was a little below what we've seen, the standard that yeah. they've set, mm-hmm. um, you know, but this was just kind of like, hey, here's some awesome wrestling. <laughs> I'm not complaining, <laughs> but it was kind of uneven. I felt mm-hmm. like it was very like top heavy, you know, so or bottom heavy, I should say. So, but yeah, still a great card. Don't get me wrong. It's better than anything we're going to see from the WWE, so... Anytime <laughs> soon. I think maybe that's part of the problem. I keep on watching New Japan yeah. and then watching, you know, Raw and SmackDown. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> so, but more on that. <laughs> yep. That's what we're going into next. That's right. It is WrestleMania uh, week. Yep. We're here, people. It all led up to this. WrestleMania 34 coming from New Orleans. I mean, it feels like they just started planning it, you know? And writing wise, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, and we'll get into that yes. as we go through the card. Mm. We're not going to just talk about Raw and SmackDown this week. We'll kind of talk about those, you know, different elements that happened this week, you know, throughout, yeah. you know, throughout our rundown. Run yeah, yeah. Our, our whole rundown of the card. So, but, um, you know, another, and I hate to start off on a sour note, but... <laughs> Another thing that frustrated me this week was finding out that the two Battle Royal matches are yes. happening on the pre-show. So we're starting off the the pre-show, and I don't know about the order, and none of this is in any kind of order, because mm. I don't think anyone can really predict the order at this point. Um, and sometimes even pre-show matches just randomly show up on the card. Yeah, it's if they figure before, out we've got just... enough time, um, I don't think I necessarily see that happening, but it could. Mm. Um well, they've got two hours what to fill for, or three probably. Well, they're saying that it's kickoff. a five. It's a two-hour kickoff okay. and a five-hour show. So you're talking about seven hours then of wrestling. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And that's on top of. I believe that's what they were trying to say because they were saying there was a mm. five-hour like mania. So in a two-hour pre-show, and I mean during the pre-show there'll be a lot of commercials yes. and you know promos and whatever. So, but yeah, well, I mean, with these three matches, they could fill the entire two hours. They really could. They could because uh, you've got two battle royals going on. Mm. So we'll start off with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, we've got who do we have announced so far? Dolph Ziggler, Matt, Matt Hardy, Hardy, The Revival, Mojo <laughs> Raleigh, um, Baron Corbin, Goldust, Ty Dillinger, Rizango. Mm. Um, was there anyone else? I mean, probably much anyone who doesn't have a match. Yeah, this is going to be pretty much come and collect a check. You know, yeah. get yourself on, on screen so we can pay you. You know, WrestleMania is always the biggest payout. So um, I'm sure the, even the pre-show mm. is a huge payout for and these there's guys. always the chance of NXT stars showing up as yes. well. Yes, yes. Who would you uh, throw in there from NXT? Who do you think is really, like, ready to go? I could see um, Almas. Yeah. Especially if he loses the title. Especially if he was, you know, in the Rumble. Mm. Yeah, I could definitely see that. That would make sense. You know, and he seems like he's ready to go and they're ready for him to pop up. So I could definitely see that too. Um, Any predictions? Any angles happening here? I mean, I think the big story for this would be um, Wyatt Hardy. Yeah, but I just, since it's on the pre-show, I don't see anything happening. Exactly. 
You know, I don't think they waste the angle on the pre-show. I feel like that's a Monday after WrestleMania type Like, until I found out that this was on the pre-show, my my assumption was um, Wyatt's going to come out. This brand new Wyatt. He's going to come out, pretty much win all of this. Kind of give this big bump for him to go Yeah, yeah, but I just don't know if they'd shoot that big of an angle. No, definitely not. I mean, God, last year Mojo Raleigh won. (laughs) <laughs> so this is usually more about like an up and coming guy, you yeah. know, getting a big victory, you know, walking away with that, you know, trophy. Wasn't that mostly all just for the celebrity endorsement? What the um, Bronkis or Gronkowski or whatever, however you say his name, Gronkowski, Kowski, yeah. I believe because he was Gronk, in attendance. Just call him Gronk. Atten- attendance. In attendance. Yeah, yeah. He's friends with Mojo Rawley. Yeah. So um. No, well, what that the whole with Mojo Rawley. That's what it felt like. The only reason he won was because Gronk was there. Yeah, yeah, and they just don't give a shit, so they just yeah. gave it to anyone. It felt like at first to start off with good intentions mm. and everything. You had Cesaro win, you had Corbin win, so it felt like okay, yeah, they're actually behind these guys. But when Mojo won, it was kind of like, are you really behind Mojo? I don't think so because they really didn't give him much of a shot. You know, it seems like they kind of forgot about it right away, like right after mm. it happened. So, um, do we feel like Jeff Hardy maybe makes an appearance in this? I'd like to see that. Maybe Jeff Hardy helping on Matt. I don't expect Jeff Hardy to have his own. He's supposed to be healthy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, do we see him come out as his brother Nero? That would be fun. That would be fun. That when we did see a brief cameo mm-hmm. of brother Nero during the whole final deletion. But so. then again, I'd still want to see both of them with, um, Wyatt, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like Wyatt... When he re-debuts, because that's kind of how they're going to end up booking it, I believe. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the gimmick? Do you think he's broken? I don't even know how that looks. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come out clean cut? <coughs> um, Does he come out more of a savior? Does he have like the white shirt, the tie, and the black pants? Like that one faction? Oh, God. Who are you talking about? Uh, right you know to censor? Probably. Oh god, that'd be horrible. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't expect anything that he comes back as to last. I'm assuming he'll get back to the original Wyatt eventually. Yes, it's all ruse to mm. kind of you know stab. That's my hope. Back. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to stay with this feud for another like couple months though? They've got nothing better to do. They really don't. They Neither really of them. Because I don't know where you go with Matt Hardy. Mm. Um, and I don't know where you go with Bray right now, unfortunately. And this guy walked in the champion last year at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's crazy. And now he might be on the pre-show. <laughs> God. <laughs> you don't know how, how excited I was when he won that chamber. I know. I was excited, too. I was excited. And I really somehow fooled myself into thinking mm-hmm. that it meant something big for him. And it just meant jobbing to Randy Orton at WrestleMania. You know? That's all. That's Some all. Cool effects, right? Not really. <laughs> Some projected on effect exactly. that Orton didn't even react to. Mm-hmm. I was like, that could have been okay if Orton actually reacted to it. All Undertaker smoke and mirror shit. Like if the wrestler he's opposite ring from doesn't react to it, it doesn't get over. Mm. So, and that's pretty much what happened in that match. You know, Orton didn't sell any of it, and it fell flat. So. I don't know, but that was WrestleMania 33. We're in WrestleMania 34 right now, and it's probably going to suck just as much. But anyway, here we go. 
So, who do you think is going to win this? Um, right now, I'm going to say Matt Hardy. Yeah, I feel like he's got the strongest chance to win it, too. I got to agree with that. Unless you get an NXT call-up who wins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what this says for Andre the Giant, but yeah, Matt Hardy is probably going to win. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that. I would yeah. say he's the biggest name so far in that. Yeah, yeah, unless they want to give something to Ziggler. You know, because I don't know, once again, I don't know Unless the it's the boots, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on with <laughs> Ziggler either, but anyway, that's another podcast. Um, So then another disappointment is finding out that the Women's Battle Royal is also on the kickoff yep. show. And uh, this battle royal, we've got Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Naomi, uh, Natalia, the Riot Squad. I'm assuming the Absolution. Um, team I'm, will be I'm assuming well. too. Yeah, because they've got pretty much all the women rosters going to be in this. You know, who don't have matches on the main card. Mm-hmm. So um, it's too bad. Paige is probably not going to be ready for this. Correct. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Paige. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's coming back. I don't know if they're waiting to, you know, for more tests. You know, because it's, I mean, right away they were saying that she's done. Mm. So, I mean, hopefully they're jumping the gun and, you know, there's still hope for her. Because that's just horrible. It really is. After everything that she's gone through. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It would have been a nice moment to have the Riot Squad looking and facing against um, uh, Absolution. Well, this and this would be a nice moment Mm. for Paige to return. Exactly. You know, and actually win the thing. So, do you feel like we're going to get some Bellas? I hope not. Well, <laughs> don't put it past them. We got them at well, the at Mania. Ryan at Mania. Uh-huh. Um, do, they make they, do they make their return here? Do you think they're actually going to make a return? I see Nikki return. They, I don't well, know about Brie. No, Brie actually. Brie's the one who's actually saying that she was... Brie's Daniel's wife, yeah. right? Brie's the one who said that she wants to come back. So... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we could see a Bella, maybe not both, but maybe one of them. I could definitely see Nikki. Yeah. Do you I think you get any NXT? Um. Once again, I could see Ember Moon. I could see um. Peyton. No, not Peyton Royce. Well, yeah, you no, know, I could see Peyton Royce. I feel like they're ready. You could definitely see those two come out, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I. I, it's just so disappointing that Bailey and Sasha have been working towards this. Yeah. They finally are feuding. But that's the big story that would be happening within this battle royal, and it's going to be on the pre-show. I just don't understand, and I don't understand why they're not getting, you know, a match on the main card, because it would be one hell of a match. When they started going at it on Raw, mm-hmm. I was excited. I was like, holy shit, there's that fire, you know, out of both of them. And they started really going at it. Now, do you think either of them will win? I think they'll both uh, take each other out. You know, I think they'll be at the end. You know, I don't know who the person who actually wins is going to be. But I feel like it'll be, you know, three of them, like Sasha, Bailey, and someone else. And then they'll be able to just eliminate both of them because they'll be going at it so much, you know. They'll just kind of cancel each other out. So, but that being said, I don't know. Who, who do you think is going to win this? I really have absolutely no idea. Originally, I wanted to say it would be either Sasha or Bailey, just brawling it out to the end. But I don't, I don't see who could win this. And I don't know what this does for any of them. Yeah. Does I this put them in any type of title cont- uh, contention? No, nope, it's just a trophy. Go? You know? It's just a trophy. So, I don't know. 
I don't know. And I, you know, maybe they give it to like an up and comer, you know, um, maybe someone from Riot Squad, maybe Ruby Riot. That'd be nice. Hmm. I wouldn't mind that. You know, if I was to book it, that'd be great. That'd be a great way to get her over. I mean, she had a great match against Charlotte. She's a great talent. She just hasn't been exposed enough. I no, feel. I feel like that'd be an awesome way to you know, kind of give her a push. So I would like to say that, you know, but I mean, it won't be because she's got the right squad with her and everything like that. Mm. It might be a little tainted, but you could kind of build them as a bigger heel faction because right well, now you could have them get floundering. eliminated and she's still there. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, are you turning her face then after that? No. Because I think it'd be bigger for her if they're going to be heels to have them, you know, cheat to win. Well, yes. She'd be, like, it would be doing that for a while. I'm just saying they get eliminated before oh, okay. she wins. Okay. And I just think it'd be fun up. to watch them come to, out to the ring. They're all holding the trophy together every time they show up. Because really, they don't, like, um, there aren't many heels, you know, in the women mm. division, I feel like. You know, besides, you know, the Riot Squad and. Natty. Absolution, you know, Natty. There's I guess just heel. kind of, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> Carmella sometimes is a she's heel, face. I think. Yeah, Carmella. I for, I always forget about Carmella. Mm. Is Carmella in this match? She uh, must be, right? Probably. Or Does they, it matter though? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I don't feel like they feel that way either. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I I don't know. I I like to say Ruby Riot. I mean, I could see also an NXT call up happening yeah. here. You know, maybe an Amber Moon or something. She ends up winning that, and that'll be her introduction to the main roster. I mean, she had big moments at the Rumble, and that was while she was injured. Yeah, injured. Yeah. So I could definitely, I could definitely see that. Um, all right. So then we got the cruiserweight championship. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Can we take a bathroom break during the podcast? <laughs> I mean, it's just because neither of us have been following. No, not at all. I want to say Cedric Alexander is going to win it. I feel like that's the way they're going. I Probably. think he's been getting the push for a while. So, um, although Ali's been getting a push also, but I feel like Cedric Alexander's kind of like mm. the face. He's going to be it the It sounds face more of... like a mania win for Cedric. Yes, yes. Because he's been part of like the main storyline, mm. you know, with the Cruiserweight show with uh, 205 Live um, this past year. So, I feel like it only makes sense for him to win and kind of like try to repackage him in a way, repush him if you will. Um, you know, since they're really trying to retool 205 Live, yeah. you know, maybe actually take it seriously and let the guys wrestle, you know. <laughs> Novel idea um, for a wrestling show. Let the guys wrestle. Um, you mean no weird relationship angle between Alicia Fox and whoever's there? Oh, God, that was so painful. Why did he have to bring that up? I don't know what was worth, like that or the Enzo stuff. The Enzo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. So, all right. We're on the main card. Yes. Here we go. And like I said, this is not in any kind of order. Who knows what the hell they're going to yes. do. Uh, we've got The Bar, the Raw Tag Team Champions, versus Braun Strowman, and To Be Determined. Yes. Braun Strowman is going to jump over The Bar this time. <laughs> So, first, who do you think his uh, tag partner is going to be? I still have no idea. Do you think he just goes it alone? I can see that. Or it's someone that Do we just... get Brain Strowman, like we got on Raw? <laughs> I hope not. 
That was horrible. I hope we never see that again. Horrible. I, oh. What if he just drags a security guard down to the ring, says, stand here, and then he wins the match? Yeah, right. <laughs> I could see them pulling something like that. So do we get, like, a big name? Do we get someone, you know, from the past or someone on the current roster? I just, there's nothing been, nothing has been teased, you know? I, I haven't gotten a sense for any type of person that could be his partner. I don't even I don't remember seeing him going to the back and looking for people. Yeah, he definitely didn't look for people. Um, you know, some people have offered you know mm-hmm. to be his partner, but that's about it. He just kind of decimates them. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be like someone returning or something of that sort. Um, I just don't know who. I feel like it's perfectly set up for that. Because yeah. I feel like it'd be really flat if it was just him. Um, you know, I know they were people have been talking about Mysterio, but after everything that happened at, you know, Strong Style... You know, it feels like he's going to be with New Japan for a while. I, mean, I hope it's a really big surprise, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could always have Jeff Hardy. I was literally thinking the same thing really? a minute ago. I was like, what if it's Jeff Hardy just comes back? Yeah. I mean, you got a tag team specialist showing up. So, I mean... I wouldn't be... like them as a team, but... No. I don't think it would last very long. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I, I feel like Braun's I going mean, to be in the title picture. Oh, yeah. As soon as Lesnar's gone, Braun's yes. going right back. Exactly. Exactly. So... Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I really, I, do we see any way Strowman loses? I really don't. No. So the He's just been manhandling these two. And I wish that he wasn't, actually. I really wish that the bar had been able to come off a little bit stronger, show that they could handle Braun a little bit. Like, like it's show, an actual two against one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like it would make them, it would come off really strong for both of them because they're both really good competitors. And You're looking for reality-based booking, which is not going to happen. This guy just tossed a truck over, right? <laughs> if they're going to be the heels of this, why not have them cheat too? Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree. I'm sure there's going to be cheating going hmm. on, but yeah, they're not going to have Braun look weak at any point, you know, even to these guys. I feel like, I feel like he's going to have a partner. They're going to win. It's going to be some cute tag team for a couple months to eventually it goes away, you know, or they feud and then, you know, Braun will move on. What if he just brought Alexa with him? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to see that. And I know there's some people that's over with some people, but no. <laughs> and she's booked, being booked as such a heel right now. But yeah. I don't, we'll get there, though. Um, so, and then and next we've got the SmackDown Tag Team Championships happening, uh, championship match happening. Uh, the Usos as the champions versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Probably one of the better booked matches on the card. Yeah, there's an actual <laughs> like storyline going on, right? <laughs> Novel idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see the Usos finally on Mania. Yes, their Mania moment. Yes, that's crazy. That's insane. What if they put them on the pre-show? What if they? <laughs> <laughs> How pissed off would they be? I think they would literally because they've, the they've been on the pre-show. They've been, yeah, right. <laughs> At that point, I'm sure New Japan would come calling. So, um, man. I, I, I'm excited to see Usos and the New Day work, and I'm excited to see the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, mix it up with them. You know, I feel like it's good chemistry, you know, between all the teams. I mean, we, you know, you've got the, you almost have, like, almost that, like, Christian and Edge and, you know, you know, versus the Hardys versus yeah. the Dudley Boys kind of dynamic going on here. Um, I don't know. I, I don't even know where they're going with this. I feel like they're going to end up putting the Bludgeon Brothers over. I feel like they, you know, give them a chance with the belts. 
um, book them strong, mm. you know, and have both teams kind of chasing them for a while. I, I feel like that makes that sense. That would be the interesting group. You know, because, I mean, Bludgeon Brothers are the newest team mm. out of the bunch, even though they've been, you know, the Wyatts in the past. Yeah. And they've definitely tagged before, but, you know, they've repackaged them. They gave them cane pajamas, you know, and some, <laughs> some snazzy little hammers to play with. Um, so I feel like that might be the route they go. I still feel like the New Day might win. Yeah, that's a big WrestleMania moment for them. Although since Usos, they and they've been working that storyline that mm. this is their first WrestleMania. You know, I mean, there's do big they retain for all three, which is great. The tag team belts, I can't. I have to look up the stat. How many times the tag team belts have actually changed hands at WrestleMania? It's ridiculous. Mm. Like I think there was a while, like a, a ten year streak, where the belt always changed hands at WrestleMania. <laughs> It was pretty ridiculous. So, um, I don't know. But although I feel like that's going to happen with the bar and Strowman. Mm. So, um, I mean, if McMahon wants to be nice, he could leave it on the Usos. Yeah. And they deserve it. They really deserve it. They've, I mean, they've busted their asses this year. I mean, I'm going to talk about repackaging. I mean, on a fly, too. It's not like they took a long break and came Mm. back. You know, they just slowly went through this transition with their characters and everything like that. And I, I, they got over. You know, quickly. So, um, you know, and I was, and this is coming from someone who is not a fan. I was done with them. You know, they're, they, they were just as vanilla as possibly you could be. You know, they're just, you know, they're buddies with John Cena and then buddies with Roman, like their little cousins, you know, coming to their aid and everything and just, you know, white meat baby faces. Um, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for them. So I, just in the matches that them and the New Day have had. You know, it's almost too bad that the Bludgeon Brothers are in this because it would have been nice to have mm. that moment between the two teams. But the Bludgeon Brothers definitely, yeah. you know, mix it up a little. Make it and a little it's not like we're not going to see the Usos versus New Day again. Yeah. And, Although yeah. I feel like you're going to, with probably a brand, you know, mix up that's oh, yeah. going to happen soon, I'm sure one of those teams are going to end up somewhere else. You know, um, you know with, which I would almost think that the Usos would be the ones that moved to Raw this time since new day was there for so long i don't know why i feel like bludgeon brothers would go over yeah well we'll see we'll see i think it depends on who wins the belts mm. really um but yeah for me i'm gonna say bludgeon brothers go over here who do you think i'm still i still feel like the new day new day okay fair enough fair enough we got to keep track of these so we can come <laughs> on and i can uh boast about my victory <laughs> well you we always re-listen to the episode right <laughs> um now, this next match is a maybe. Huge maybe. Huge maybe. The Undertaker versus John Cena. Mm. As of right now, there is no official match. Cena's just called out Undertaker over mm. and over again for the, the last. heckling Michelle McCool. Oh, God. <laughs> um, you know, for the last month to nauseam. Mm. <laughs> I will say Raw, this past Raw, was probably where it was the most well done. Um, you know, I believed, you know, Cena believed in what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it felt very hokey the last couple weeks where now I feel like he's kind of into it. Like it kind of felt like he was going through the motions, but his promo was halfway decent this okay. time. Um, so I, you know, it's still didn't put the match over for me. You know, I'm sure if these guys get in the ring, it'll be a good match. Mm-hmm. You know, it just won't be what it could be, you know, what it could have been, you know, if they booked this five years ago. Um, I don't know if we're going to get a full match. 
You know, it's it's kind of bizarre. Like, it would be a huge letdown if they don't. I feel like we're, you're definitely going to get an Undertaker appearance. You know, but I don't know if it's just going to be, you know, teasing something mm. down the future. Like, maybe he's not ready for some reason. Um, you know, I, I just, it's weird to have a match not booked, not advertised, and just pop up. You know. Um, so, but it's happened in the past. Yeah. So it, you could always say that people expect Undertaker to be there, so they don't feel like. They well, they're not to. saying they're trying to sell that Undertaker's not showing up. You know. So we're like Cena, like I'm sure there'll be a moment where they show Cena in the crowd or something because he keeps on saying he's going to be in the crowd. You know. So and then you know he jumps the rails or something, gets on the mic again, trying to. Do call you think him out. maybe Undertaker would want to end at Survivor Series? Because he's had a lot of huge moments throughout his career. Yeah. But I feel like even though, you know, he made his debut there and everything like that, I feel like Mania is his, you Mm. know, his, you know, pay-per-view. So I just feel like we're not going to get The Undertaker. I feel like he officially, like, retired or unofficially retired The Undertaker at Mania last year with him folding the mm. trench coat and the hat. I feel like what we were talking about before that we're probably more likely to get like the American badass. You're going to get Mark Calloway come out, you mm. know, um, and that's, you know, who Cena's going to face off against. Do you see him just coming in, tombstoning him, and then leaving? Maybe. Maybe get some kind of interaction. I feel like it'll probably be a little more, you know, back and forth, but yeah, eventually. <laughs> I don't see Cena going over. No. I don't, I don't see any chance of that happening. You know, I feel like they're going to give, especially if this is like, you know, Undertaker's last match, you know, at Mania at least, I feel like they're going to give Undertaker that moment. So. And if Cena was going to win, I feel like they would have built that story a lot differently. Yes. Yes. And I, we already know that he's, you know, booked on a bunch of movies the mm-hmm. next year. So I, there's no reason for that. You know, it does nothing but tarnish Undertaker's legacy further. Mm. You know, it doesn't hurt Cena at all to lose again. Although he was listing how many pay-per-views he's lost, you know, the last, like, six months, and it's pretty much all of them. Mm. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, um, Stop I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Not to he be could still be used to put yes. over guys, and he's doing it. To his, you know... Yes, he's being fair. I will say, I will say, he's putting people over, you know, to his defense. So, you know, and he has been, really, if you look at it the last, you know, it's just too much of him, <laughs> you know. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So what do you think is happening? What's your bold prediction for this match, if there is a match? Um, he comes out on the motorcycle. Okay. And I, I Either a choke slam or just one move and done. Okay. I feel like it's just a big tease. Yeah. For next year? Maybe next year. Maybe or Survivor Series? Survivor Series. Well, Survivor Series just came to my mind now because I just remembered, oh, how many big moments over his entire career, even just yeah. from the start. No, you're right. Or Survivor Series. You're how right. How many times he's returned every year at Survivor Series. Yeah, he at least does a little something, it seems like, in Survivor Series. Um, but at the same time, I don't know how much more I want from Undertaker. Not much. You know? Yeah. A few moments here and there like this, maybe. You know, and I feel like, I agree with you. I feel like it's going to, they're going to have a confrontation, but it's not going to be a full match. I mean, even after he lost to Lesnar, I felt maybe he should just stop at that point. Yeah. I know, I get, he's on Undertaker, he probably wanted to get that win back, but. 
he didn't though. It's not like he faced Lesnar again and you know got the win back. So I don't know. I I I, I think I agree. I agree that it's going to be there's going to be a confrontation. Mm-hmm. Undertaker's going to go over, you know, walk out and maybe tease something possibly in the future. But that's it. You know, maybe for some reason he's not ready, even though we keep on hearing that he's in better shape than he was last year, which isn't Still, saying much. Yeah. Um, because he was not in good shape last year. Um, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I don't see a full match happening here. I just don't. And I don't need to see a full match at this point. I don't either. I don't think other people do. I mean, I don't. I, They'll be I disappointed. Don't, I don't but... know. Do people like really expect it to be like Michaels versus you know Taker? You know, five years ago, like I mean, what I don't know what people's expectations are. They think the world of him. They they don't see him as just a man. He's a myth. He's a legend. Even after point. last year, though, last year I I felt like I don't know. There are people that don't see last year the way we see last year. Yeah, I guess you're right. I you guess know? you're right. You know, I have a love hate thing with Undertaker. And I have for years. <laughs> So, um, I mean, you know. I wouldn't mind if they tried to do like a Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels thing where they have Cena like put him down. Yeah. But I would need a story build up to that. Or could we see vice versa? Could you see Taker put Cena down since it seems like Cena is getting close to retirement? That'd be interesting. You know, like maybe next year Cena has to put his career on the line. To get the Undertaker to come out and be very much the Michaels Taker, mm. you know, angle that they shot, um, for you know Michaels Michaels Taker Part Two, yeah. um, so I could I could see something like that happening, you know, or they have to match, you know, career for career, you know, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I I definitely feel like we're seeing American Badass, and I definitely feel like we're not seeing a full match, no. you know, so we'll see. They're gonna go for like a sixty minute classic watch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but rest holds. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so next match, United States Championship. Uh, Randy Orton walking in as the champ versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev. I could care less for this match. Really? This is my least favorite thing out of the entire thing, and that's concluding the pre-show. Huh. Yeah. Well, the Cruiserweight match. Come on now. Yeah, but the Cruiserweights threw on this amazing match last year out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be between this and uh, Angle and Ronda. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> There's that. And the McMahons. No, I, just, though... I take that statement back. <laughs> that match. Yeah. Um, though I, see I feel like this has potential to be a good match, though. Mm. You know, but yeah, I don't really care for the storyline. You know, mm. there's not much of a storyline. You know, after, you know, Orton became the, you know, the Grand Slam champion. Yeah. You know, I felt like this would have been the place to do that at and give him a moment, you know, make that a bigger thing. Um, but, yeah, I don't do, I don't know. I don't even know where they're going with this. And, the, like, even just the way that they've set it up, it feels more like it's just Orton versus Rude at this point for who would be the winner. That's more of the meat of the storyline, mm. really. But... You know, I'm glad that they threw Rusev in just so he would have something. He deserved a match. He deserved a match. The guy's over. <laughs> you know, they're still chanting his name on mm. Raw. He's not even there and they're chanting his name. Cena mentioned his name and they just all started erupting into the Rusev Day chant. So, um, I don't know. Where, where do you think this is going? 
I'm trying to figure, do I say Mahal goes and wins? Does he become like, is he like the dark horse of this match and just shows up, beats everyone up and leaves? You know? Could be. And then, yeah, I mean, that's, that's classic Vince. He mm-hmm. loves the, you know, foreign heel, like, you know, quote unquote, you know, with the U.S. title. The smart choice, Rusev. I think that would be, you know, and I think WWE feels like that's because he's been kind of thrown in, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the smart choice just because he's so over and that really gives the fan a cookie, you know? Um, The thing is, I don't want to see Rude with the title. I'm just, I I had no interest with him holding the title. Why is that? Why don't you have any interest with Bobby Rude with the title? It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right to me for some reason. Okay. Like, I, I believed him as NXT champion, and I believed his whole heel stick at the time. But happy face Rude with the title, as and him trying to be this fighting champion. What if he turns heel during the, the, the match? I, I believe him more as a heel champion than I do as a face Yeah, champion. I don't... Well, I agree. I definitely don't see Rude as the mm. face for much longer. Um, and I definitely... I mean, he's just a natural heel. Um, but I just... Yeah... You know, I don't want to see a face rude anymore. So I'm, that's why I'm kind of like, mm. I don't know. His fighting champion thing him. hasn't been all that great. It hasn't no, been well, he hasn't. He lasted a month and he lost exactly. the belt. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I definitely feel like Rude will eventually turn heel on this. You know, during this angle, um, I just I think they might go with a surprise, and you know, with because I feel like everyone's expecting either Orton or Rude. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm thinking it's actually going to be Mahal or Rusev. You know, I'm going to pick Rusev here. I think you're going to get that WrestleMania moment. I think WrestleMania is on Rusev Day. <laughs> so I think I think that's what's going to happen. You don't think that it is. You know that. It's it on my calendar. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Mahal because, I mean, that's going to be a great heel moment for him. I would like it if Rusev won. And it could be a cool double turn for Rude versus uh, Rusev. Yeah. It could be neat. I, w- I would like to see that. Um, but, you know, Orton's going to be in the mix. He's not going to walk away. He know? doesn't need the title. He, he doesn't need the title, but go he's going to be in that angle for next month mm-hmm. or so. Because I don't know what else they have for him. Um, but, yeah, no, I could definitely see, you know, a Bobby Roode-Rusev program happening. With Rusev as the face and Roode mm-hmm. as the, you know, heel. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I got to go Rusev here. Although... Jinder Mahal does make sense because it kind of validates everything, you know, his push from the last year and everything, but I don't know. I feel like that project's kind of done with. I so. can only pray and hope. <laughs> he has an opportunity to eventually get back where he is, but hopefully it's repackaged mm. and a less racist gimmick and, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's actually, I, I don't know, like, I mean, the guy's been in the business for years, but he still felt very, like, mm. green, especially on the mic um, to me. So... You know, with a little more seasoning, you know, he's got potential, you know. But yeah, no, he had no business holding that title. Oh, no. No business at all. So, um, next match, the IC belt. We've got Miz walking in the champ versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. That's a big one. I feel like this could be potentially the match of the night. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like they could steal the show. Um, and this is also a match where I could see it going any way, really. I mean, this. They've kind of had a storyline going on here. I mean, as you can tell, me and Christian are very down on the writing. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like the laziest, like, books WrestleMania has ever been. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, usually the two months leading up to WrestleMania is just fantastic wrestling, you know, TV. Like, you get, you know, the best angles. and yes, you exactly. Know. Everything after Rumble is supposed to be just yes. phenomenal. This and is what you've been working for all year. They have phoned it in. Mm. Like, it really is felt phoned in. Like, with a lot of these angles. There's not really a hot angle that I really, really care about right now. Um, and it's really unfortunate because there's going to be good matches. I mm. mean, I guarantee that. There's just not a great storyline going along with a lot of these matches. And this is another case in point with, you know, The Miz and Seth Rollins, you know, and Finn Balor. I felt like Finn Balor just kind of like forced his way in there and they just kind of shoehorned him in. Mm. It didn't really make much sense. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I Like, once again, Seth Rollins is a face. I think I'm over that, you know, just like Bobby Roode is a face. Seth Rollins, to me, is a natural heel. You know, he's someone who definitely needs to be a heel. He just, even as a face, he comes off kind of whiny, you know? Yeah. Um, I just feel like, you know, and he's fantastic, don't get mm. me wrong. But I'm just, not, he's never gotten over, I feel, as a face. You know, I feel like he's kind of, you know, I don't know, coasting on, you know, his heel rep. Yeah, you know, I've never felt like anyone's gotten truly behind him as a face. I, I felt like he was kind of over it. I moment. felt when he first came out, when he came back from injury, yes. and he was still booked as a, a heel his at heel, the time. Which was a mistake. But they've just never, it's not his fault because they've never given anything to him, mm-hmm. you know, storyline wise, that really made sense, you know, besides the Shield reunion, you know. I um, liked his work as the heel working with authority, as the heel. I'm yes. saying, oh, yes, once again, yes. Sorry. Thank you for making my point, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great heel, but mm-hmm. as a face, I feel like he's floundered. You know, it's just not, you know, it's just not worked. Well, you talk, I mean, you talk about Seth Rollins not working. What have they done with Finn? Same thing. It's the exact story. Same I thing. Mean, well, but he's never even had the opportunity to be a heel, you know, on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and in NXT. So, um... So it's interesting, you know. I, who do you see going over here? I see Seth Rollins win. Okay, and I'll tell you why. It's because he hasn't won the title. Okay, he hasn't. That's the one title he hasn't held. I don't know. And they care about those stupid records. But they haven't really brought it up much. They have. They did bring it up. They brought it up. They brought it up when he was first entered, like when this whole three way started. Okay. They said he I just don't hear them harping on that at all. Well, no, yeah. Because with Orton, they talked about it mm-hmm. constantly. So um, I can see that. I would want the Miz to win so I could see Daniel Bryan go after him. That'd be awesome. Do you think Miz and uh, Daniel Bryan have a moment at Mania, like behind the scenes? Maybe in the back, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be badass. Mm. I want to see that, right? I think that's what everyone really wants to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I want to say Finn here. I think they're going to, you know, this is going to be a case of them giving him the belt and see what he can do with mm. it. Um, you know, I would love to say that he, like, he turns heel or something here. That's how I would book it, you know, mm. and have, you know, the club actually, like, come out and interfere and he cheats to win and, you know, you get a cool moment like that. You're right. It won't happen <laughs> because you'd actually have to write something mm. and be creative. Um... But yeah, yeah, I, I would like, I, I still feel like Finn is going to win regardless. I feel like, you know, even as a face, you know, I think they're going to let him run with it. And I think this might end up, you know, being the catalyst to Rollins actually turning 
you know, heal eventually. So, um, you see yeah. Finn winning, then having a small program with the Miz and then having a program with Seth. I see this feud going on between the three of them okay. still. And then Rollins eventually goes, you know, turns completely heel. Cause they've been kind of like the, it feels like there's more back and forth between mm-hmm. Finn and Seth than there is, you know, with, you know, Miz. Miz is just kind of there, you know, for this, um, which is unfair to him. Cause I feel like, you know, he's busted his ass yeah. this year. Um, but I mean, I could see, I could see a scenario where any of these guys went, honestly, like I could see Miz walking out here, you know, I see champs still, you know, and the bragging rights that he would have would be fantastic. You know, so, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Finn here. I'm going to go with Finn. So, uh, next up raw women's championship match. Alexa bliss versus Nia Jax friends in real life turned enemies. What do you think here? Um, I'm not hyped for this match very much. I don't really like the whole angle that they've been doing where it's like making fun of Nia Jax for being overweight the entire time. It feels very childish. It's just very... Not really well thought out. It feels like a very like 80s like storyline. Yeah. Like, haha, you're fat. Now we get a championship match. Not very creative. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see something else, mm. you know, besides just Alexa, like, you know, blasting her in the back, you know, being caught, like, talking behind her back, you know, something else where she's, like, you know, either cost Naya, like, the belt, or mm. she's done something to, like... Like, if know, her manipulation has been more rooted in her, like, career, and it's been, Or, like, you like, see it, like, throughout, like, yeah. they show different things happening, and it's all Alexa, you know, who's costing Naya these things. Because it always feels like Naya's, like, close to, you know, mm. winning the belt, but, you know always ends up taking the back seat to someone else but if you have like it's really alexa like pulling these strings you know but once again that's way too much writing yeah. going on <laughs> that's, that's deep way writing too there. much thought process going on there for the wwe writing staff right. um but yeah i yeah you know just the mean girl angle yeah i think it's kind of boring it's do just... you can you see carmella switching sides and going after this match instead she could technically, right? Mm-hmm. But once again, that's way too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I want to see that either. I really don't want to see Carmella at all. <laughs> Honestly. She could be in the Women's Battle Royal. That's fine. But I don't want her interfering in any of these matches. Honestly. I mean, she really just needs to be built up again. Yes. And I, they were doing a good job with that. You know, I loved her work with Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was great. I don't understand why they got rid of him. Um, but yeah, they definitely need to start, you know, and it seems like they're starting everything like that, but they're kind of making her look stupid, Yeah, you know, and maybe that's on purpose. Maybe that's all part of her plan. I don't know, but yeah, no, I don't foresee this happening. You know, I don't foresee her interfering in this match at least. Um, who goes over here? I think this is a good chance to have Nia Jax go over. Okay. I mean, I don't want to see Alexa lose the title to Nia, but if anyone would do it right now, I feel like Nia would. And I feel like they, she hasn't gotten a chance to hold any titles in the company right now. Yeah, yeah you're right. And like I said, they're like kind of like mm. start and stop with her over and over again. Um, I, I'm going to say Alexa's going to win just because I feel like the storyline's just starting. Mm. Um, I feel like Nia will eventually get the title, but I don't think it'll be here. I think it'll be in a couple months. Gotcha. 
So Maybe like SummerSlam or something. Yeah, or you know, yeah, I could see that definitely happening. So, um, yeah, just in a couple months, I could see this being just the beginning of the program for those two. So, um, all right, and then we've got the SmackDown Women's Championship um, yes. happening. You got Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. This is probably one of the matches I'm most excited mm-hmm. for. Um, you know, I haven't been a fan of the buildup. Like, I feel like there hasn't been much of a storyline at all happening here besides Asuka's streak. Um, I would have liked to see more of a face-heel thing mm-hmm. going on here. You know, they're kind of booked as both baby faces, really. Um, and both of them can do heel. Yes, fantastically, you know. I would have, I feel like Charlotte would have worked great mm-hmm. as a heel here, you know, with Asuka's streak. I feel like that makes her kind of like the natural, like, you know, baby face, especially since she's the one challenging for the title. Um, but... And I feel like Charlotte's a great heel. So I found it strange that they kind of kept her face. I felt like this would be a good place to turn her heel, mm-hmm. you know? Um, especially, like, once Asuka came out and challenged her. But, you know, that'd be way too much work, <laughs> you know? Let's just, you know, just throw something out there and hope it writes itself, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I... Who goes over here? I still stand behind Asuka yeah, I don't think they're gonna. I don't. I think she hasn't gonna, won a main title yet. Yeah, I agree. I feel like she's going to win here, um, and I feel like what's going to end up happening is she is going to end up losing to Charlotte in a month or two, mm-hmm. and it's going to be to a heel Charlotte. Charlotte's going to do something. It's going to cost her the streak and cost her the belt. Yeah, you know, and you're going to get a full heel Charlotte again, and they'll feud for a while. Sure. So, and that's fine with me. Yeah. So I feel like that's what's going to end up happening. Um, do you think they give them enough time? I'd hope so. I feel like this is one of those matches that deserves at least the 30-minute mark. They think they think big of both of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like they will give them enough time. If they don't, people will raise hell. So um, I, I can't really, imagine if this was like a 15-minute match. What would happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, really, I feel like they're going to go at least 20 to 30 minutes here. Um, and I feel like this is going to be this is this is another match that could steal the show potentially. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to uh, be chock full of near falls, chock full of submission attempts. Charlotte's going to do something stupid that's going to scare the shit out of everyone. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that corkscrew um, moonsault that she does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's going to be at a least Oscar. I trust in catching her instead of Sasha. Yes. Well, Sasha's so small. Mm. <laughs> Not that Asuka's this giant presence. But... I know, but you see Sasha holding her arms yeah, out like Yeah, like, what are you it's doing? Just... <laughs> Stand still. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, I've got Asuka going over here, and yeah, I think it's going to be potentially the match of the night. Mm. Um, all right, so next we got Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Christian. I want Daniel Bryan to go heel. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about fantasy booking. Uh, I mean, Shane, if anyone was to turn on that team, it would be Shane. Oh, absolutely. But the potential of having Daniel Bryan swerve everyone and just go heel here. I was Work with um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Listening to his reaction tonight and listening to the reaction that he's gotten, you know, mm. just as the commissioner, um, or the G- is he the GM of the commissioner? I always Ooh, get it mixed up. Brian? Daniel Bryan. He's the GM. He's the GM. Okay. 
he is the most over guy in that whole company. Yeah, he's like, been the bar most over guy. none. Like still, and with the awful writing that they give him, the awful storyline they give him hmm. in the last like three months, you know, just making him kind of look like an idiot who doesn't know what's going on. Um, just super naive. <laughs> um, it really, really is amazing to me that the guy is that over. You know, so I don't see any way, you yeah. know, at WrestleMania, they turn him. <laughs> it would be cool to see him, like, in a faction with Kevin Owens and Sami mm. Zayn. Don't get me wrong. I would like that, but I don't see any way, you know, that's happening. Ticket sales actually went up when he announced his return. <laughs> they actually, they went up. So, I mean, they got a big boost mm. from him announcing his return. So, um, yeah. Um, how do you book this match? I, I'm just, I mean, I... It's going to be a good match. You know, I feel like we're going to get awesome spots. I feel like you're going to get a good match. And just having Daniel Bryan returned, you know, is huge on its own. But, you know, I, I definitely feel like they put him in this match because they want to mm. protect him a little. They don't want anything horrible to happen his first match back, especially on a big stage like WrestleMania with everyone watching. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a huge match. And I feel like, you know, you're going to get great moments out of this mm. match. Um, but what do you think happens here? How would you book this? I mean, in my world, it's going I would want Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to go over. Mm-hmm. They get their spots back on SmackDown. They're and they're completely over because that's right. Their spot, their actual jobs yeah. are on the line too. I forgot about that. So yeah, if they lose, they're fired from SmackDown. Yes, okay. and they'll show up on Raw. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Next day. <laughs> But um, yeah, I would love to see that. I'd love to see their feud continue because of that. I mean, the amount of heat they're going to get for beating Daniel Bryan on his return match. Yeah, it's not going to hurt Daniel Bryan at all. No, you know, it's he's like I said, he's, he's set. He's good. He's set. He's good <laughs> for life. He's good. Um, that's that's why I see. How do they realist. beat him though? Do you get a Shane McMahon heel turn? Right now, I don't think so. I would love to see it, mm-hmm. but as far as I would have to see Shane and Daniel Bryan having some type of issue in the match to actually see that. So happen. do you think this kind of sets it up? Maybe like you maybe have like some kind of miscommunication happen. You tease that heat between those sure. two. But at the same time, Shane has a lot of reasons to just hate Kevin Owens and Sami. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But he could turn, you know, and. You know, make I mean, sense of McMahon, it by saying yeah. this is Daniel Bryan's fault. Mm-hmm. I should have never been in this situation. You know, um, you know, and then just side with the heels blindly. <laughs> Wrestling logic, right? Oh. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. You know, I, I do feel like it's, you know, I, I feel like it's going to end up being Daniel Bryan wins. I don't, I feel like that's going to end up happening. You know, I would like to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win, mm. but I feel like this is going to be the roundabout way of shaking up the rosters. You know, um, you know, without having to do another draft or anything, you put Zayn and Owens, you know, on. You I know, mean, Raw and again, another great writing thing that they could have done was had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn saying how everything has been Daniel Bryan's fault this last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and blaming him for the reasons why they had to attack Shane. And why all these bad like things have been going on between them. Yeah, that's way too much thought process, man. That's deep writing right there. <laughs> You're not getting that's next level. You're not gonna have that happen. 
You know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were just booking themselves, they could mm. come up with that. But no, not this writing team. Not Ro- Road Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever else I mean, is what on they showed staff. us is that they show it started with Shane versus Kevin Owens. Yes. And that's kind of how this all began. Yes. But and I feel, do you feel like, no, see, I feel like Daniel Bryan's going to get the pin regardless. But like if Shane finally gets, you know, the win over, you know, Kevin. You know, and then you put this whole feud to rest and let it go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So I, I do feel like this is kind of unpredictable. I'm not necessarily sure where they're going. Mm. Um, but because they've teased this weird feud, I just between feel Brian like they're gonna with... want Daniel Bryan in the middle of the ring with his hands raised. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Know. I really feel like that's where they're gonna go. That's the regardless. Money. Yeah, yeah, that's the big shot. You know, for the. For the uh, Blu-ray cover, mm-hmm. you know, so um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Brian and McMahon. You know? Oh, same here. So, I mean, great storytelling would be Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon not just firing them, like maybe trade them, you know, since you have like you know, right, you know, two separate franchises supposedly, um, you know, and then Barely. that that way you can get yeah, well now especially after next with next mm-hmm. year coming, you know, well the next wrestling year year, you know, after WrestleMania. You know, and having the mixed, you know, pay-per-views now. Yeah, it's not going to feel like two separate brands anymore. So, which is unfortunate. You know, I, I'd rather have them just, you know, do away with the whole brand split if you're going to go that route. But that's another podcast. So, um, but yeah. All right. What do we got next here, Christian? Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Do we care about this match? I care if Ronda looks good. Okay. You hope that they book her. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I, I knew what you were saying. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I hope, yeah, I hope she's ready. I hope they're not rushing her. Does Triple H lose a mania? Nah. <laughs> He's lost before. He has lost a mania before. So, it's not The Undertaker. But, yeah. Um... Yeah, I feel like there's no way Ronda's not going over with it. Yes. Yeah. So what we got? Ronda pinning Stephanie? I see that. Yeah. So that way Triple H doesn't have yes. to take the you know the loss pin, to yeah. Angle. Oh, I'm sure he's going to It just to sucks because I feel like Angle should have a moment, you know, a bigger moment, you know, mm. return at WrestleMania and everything. No, what he's meant for the company. Ronda. Ronda. Yeah, it's just unfortunate, you know. I would much rather seen like not just because it's the rock, but the rock in this match just because he's a part timer coming in makes sense, you know, storyline wise, since he was there at I forgot what WrestleMania that was at this point. But when Rhonda, you know, first had yeah. the interaction with them, um, and then Kirk could have, you know, a match against like say a Seth Rollins, yes. you know. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, perhaps steal the show, you know, because Kurt Angle could still go. You know, but they keep on throwing him in these tag matches where it's just like, eh. It's, yeah. if, it sucks that we're not getting that match. Yeah, it, it really would have worked so well with Rollins's whole like burn it down thing. Yes, the Angle video game writers stooge. basically booked the angle for you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> with their commercial, they did the writing for you. All you had to do was have those two show up and let them go to work. You know, and it would have been over because that would have been a fantastic mm-hmm. match. Um, a dream match for a lot of people. So, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> we get this instead. Um, yeah. Stephanie McMahon in a match and, you know, someone who's really green in a match. 
And I, I'll be surprised, you know, if she doesn't look really green. You know, she's only been doing this for a couple months. Mm-hmm. You know, I know she's been training, but it's hard to jump into the ring, especially yes. on this stage, you know, and perform at a high level. I mean, if she was nervous in front of the regular Raw crowds, I can't imagine Mania. There's a meme after she got thrown through the table. Uh, oh, Lord. Where she's on the ground and she's got this weird look on her face. And it says like something like, I don't know whether to look... The look on your face when you don't know to whether you should look confused or hurt, you know, or really mad, something along those lines. And she's got this just awkward mm. stare. You know, she just does not have it right now, facial expression wise. She's slowly but surely going to get there. I hope so. I hope so. Um, you know, but I feel like she just needs to polish up a little, mm. you know, they're putting a lot on her plate. Wait, this is a lot of pressure. Yes. Yes. Um, Cause not even Kurt Angle debuted at mm-hmm. Wrestlemania you know he got time he did his Sunday night heats you know um, before he was you know on a big stage like this so I don't know we'll see I mean trust me Kurt Angle he got you know it pretty quickly mm-hmm. you know abnormally quickly but you know it still took time so um, yeah I don't know I don't know we'll, well see okay and we both said Ronda and Kurt are going over right yes okay yes yes um, Even though Triple H hates losing, he loses at Mania, though, man. <laughs> we'll have to look at it. He beats Sting for no reason. Yeah, that's Vince's reason, though. <laughs> that's Vince's grudge against WCW. True. You know? So, um, but yeah, so let's move on. So, what I feel like is going to be the match of the night uh, AJ Styles walking in as WWE champion versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. So, what do you think? Uh, 30 to 40 minute match. I hope so. Maybe even an hour. I'd give them an hour. I would give them an hour. Yeah. If I was booking it, it would go an hour. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I'm saying at least 30 minutes. Mm. If they don't get 30 minutes, people are going to be pissed. You gotta give these guys time. You know, to tell a story in the ring. Because you have not been telling a story at all. This past couple months, you know, after Rumble, Nakamura just kind of disappeared almost. You know, um, you know, I know they're doing this whole cute little storyline with the needed face or whatever Nakamura mm-hmm. <laughs> saying to Styles, taunting him, but they yeah, have but not any like, yeah. There's no heat between these two. You know, you got classic, you know, baby face versus baby face. You know, here and I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, it's lazy booking, Mm -hmm. you know, but this kind of match kind of books itself. I just would have liked to see, like, maybe a Styles, you know, heel going against Nakamura, but it is what it is. You know, this is the same deal as Asuka versus Charlotte. Yeah, it pretty much is, you know, and that's going to be a great match, and this is going to be a great match, but yeah, lazy booking, lazy booking. Um, No storyline really at all, Um, you know, besides mind games, but. I don't know. Where, what do you think is going to happen here? You know, I have a hard time thinking who's actually going to win this. Yeah, I keep on going back and forth, too. Because I don't know if they're ready for Nakamura to have the title. Yeah, and, you know, the way they booked him, I don't know if, you know, the fans are ready, mm-hmm. you know, for, for him to have the belt. Um, I hope they give him a shot, at least, to mm-hmm. see if it works. Because you see with Asuka, there's this streak. There's all this other stuff behind it. They booked you know? her better. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't made Nakamura Nakamura. They have not booked him as Nakamura. Yeah. 
he's just another guy it feels like you know he's we've seen like glances of him you know um of you know the real makamura but not much you know i i really it's disappointing because i think there's a few times this past couple weeks where i was like you know where asuka's in the ring doing something i was like this is how they need to book nakamura Mm -hmm. you know just make her look strong or make him look strong um not just some guy who's really good at wrestling you know and that's kind of who he is you know he happened to win the royal rumble and even that kind of came out of nowhere there's really no build up to that um he kept on saying he was going to win and he did win but you know i'm glad that he did it in the fashion that he did mm. but after that i felt like he lost momentum right away so um i don't know i i feel like they're gonna go nakamura but I mean, they're still high on styles. They There's are. still a lot he can do. Yeah, and I, I this definitely won't be the end of it either. Right. I feel like they'll go on for a little bit, you know, after this. So, but yeah, yeah. I want to say Nakamura here. I'm going to say they're going to give Nakamura that WrestleMania moment. You know, he'll get that big win. Um, although, <laughs> hmm, I'm looking at the next match because I don't know if you're going to get two title switches. Um... Yeah, there's definitely a scenario where AJ Styles walks out mm-hmm. champion. But the, it, what's nice about this match is no one would be upset. I oh, feel yeah. like, you know. Either option, no one's going to be upset. Yeah, yeah. As long as the match gets enough time mm-hmm. and, you know, is the classic that everyone thinks it's going to be, you know. And it, it has a lot of hype around it, you know. People have been talking about it for a year. Um, but I don't know. I don't see these guys missing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining if it was Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. Oh, God. 30 seconds. Oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd just be like the ultimate F you to all the mm. fans from McMahon, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next up, we've got the Universal Championship. Woo, the biggest match of the night. Oh, God. Do you feel like this is going to be the main event? I still feel like it's the main event. I really hope not. I really hope not. I hope they let Styles and Nakamura have the main event. It's deserving of it, but... Yeah. uh, I mean, it's still the Universal Championship. It's still Brock Lesnar. It's still Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel like fans are going to shit all over this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially a Mania crowd. Um, So you got Lesnar coming in as the champion, going against Roman Reigns. (sighs) I feel like this is super predictable. Um, I feel like you're definitely going to see Reigns go over here. Um, I feel like, once again, I mean, at least there was a little bit of an angle going on here. I didn't buy anything that they were selling, though. Um, You know, I felt like it was very transparent what they were trying to do, you know, by, you know, making, you know, the fans like Reigns and making them believe that Lesnar was Vince's boy, you know. Um, I think that made it almost worse. I was like, wait a second, no, he's not. No, yeah. You know, and I know a lot of people like jumped on the Roman Reigns bandwagon all of a sudden at first, but you know, I feel like WWE killed that quickly, yep. you know, by booking the same thing week after week. <laughs> um, last Raw was a little bit of an upgrade, um, you know, but that's just because of Heyman's mic work, you know, mm. he's able to put anything over. Um, but yeah, I. I don't see a scenario where Lesnar wins. Oh, I do. Really? Okay. Tell I me mean, not that. realistically, but... Oh, well, yes. Yes. 
Yes, I could book this with Lesnar <laughs> winning, obviously. But I don't see any way that the old man mm. lets Lesnar walk away with that title. I mean, I'd love it to see Brock Lesnar just be like, I'm done, and leaves the title and walks out. Like as a shoot? After he wins, yeah. He's yeah. just like, I'm done here, I'm going back to UFC. Here's my UFC contract, I'm going to sign it on the title. <laughs> um... That would be badass. Because um, he's good, always going not, to be welcome. I don't, I don't know if he does that. I don't think he's <laughs> going to be welcome, Christian. <laughs> That's a pretty big slap in the face. Um, and that could actually get Roman Reigns over. <laughs> but I don't hey, think that's Hey, that's Vince's grand plan. There we go. Yeah, screw job. Yeah, right? Um, but yeah, I... I, I definitely see Reigns going over. And what sucks about this is we saw this coming at last year's mm-hmm. WrestleMania, right? As he beats Undertaker, you knew exactly what was, you know, going to be the main event of WrestleMania 34. And sure enough, that's what we get. Supposed to be a year of punishment of for Reigns. Yeah. He, you know, carried mid-card titles. He won every opportunity he could. Yeah, whatever. It's more of a punishment for the fans. Yes. So. <laughs> So, all right, man. So that's pretty much it. I mean, we don't have anything for Elias. Do we, He shows up here for a segment, right? Yeah, he has to. It's yeah. the grandest stage of them all, and he's going to play the grandest performance of them all. Okay. Do we get any other surprises? Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind Elias attacking the legends during the Hall of Fame ceremony. Who do we got? Oh, you get Jeff Jarrett. They both wield guitars. Mm. Do you get like a guitar like? <laughs> so yeah, right. It's a sword <laughs> fight with guitars. Um, that'd be funny. If Elias, oh maybe Elias starts fucking with them, and then Jarrett takes the guitar and takes him out. Oh yeah, you I could easily see that he takes it out of his hands and right hits him in the back of the head. Because if anyone knows how to hit someone in the head with a guitar, it's Jeff fucking Jarrett. It makes sense. So, slap nuts. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to see that either, so. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but like I said, there's always a few WrestleMania moments in there that, you know, will get me and I'll be, you know, on the edge of my seat and, you know, and there's going to be awesome matches. Mm. But yeah, storyline wise, this Mania is not doing it for me. It's been dead. Yeah, so, I mean, speaking of storylines, what are some of your favorite WrestleMania storylines? Give me three. (laughs) Three. Because we're already probably close to two hours now. Oh, yeah. So, three WrestleMania storylines. Your top three. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is the best because of this, historically. It could be, like, purely nostalgic-based. Oh, purely? Nostalgic base. Huh? Yes, I'm yes. And, yeah. I was starting to think of all the worst moments that could come up with. <laughs> Just um, moments that mean something. Storylines that mean something to you. I mean, the build-up for CM Punk versus Undertaker was probably my favorite of that year. Especially with how disappointed I was with the main event being um, Rock, Rock versus Cena again. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was something that they gave him. And the way CM Punk sold that. Even with Heyman on his side, he was still the main fixture of all that. Yes, yes. And that was some of the best heel work mm. I've seen in a long time. You know, the use of Paul Bearer's death yes. <laughs> to get over as a heel. And I'm laughing. It's horrible. But it, it was, I mean, it was awesome. It really was. I mean, 
Heyman coming dressed up as Paul Bearer mm. to, you know, lead CM Punk down the ring. Um, you know, all the stuff with the urn. He steals Paul Bearer's urn, is yeah. like juggling it around, you know, and numerous numerous promos. Um, just just great work. And I mean, it's good to know that, you know, they had Paul Bearer's family's yes. blessings because that would have been awful. I think this would be a different, you know, podcast um if it was otherwise but yeah um you know we definitely would feel differently about it but yeah um just awesomeness you know just really really great work from cm punk you know mm. who was probably be you know as we found out later was disgruntled at this point yes yeah you know, but he didn't let it show you know work-wise he really did put in a full effort and you know it was a great storyline you know it was a great way to you know go with the Undertaker. And as far as we're aware undertaker usually chooses his opponent correct yes yes and you know, unfortunately for Punk, you know, there was nothing else for him mm. at that point. So he had to be in some big... I mean, he was coming off of, like, having the belt for over a year, yeah, right? 465 That's days, right. right. That's right. Um, so, but yeah, I, no. It still stings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so, you know, Cena and Rock had to have that belt, I guess. Whatever. I guess. Because, um, yeah, how great would have that match been if you know, Punk had the title, too, on top of everything. You know, where Undertaker gets his revenge, mm-hmm. not only by beating him, but also taking the title from him after he held it for 500-some days or something like that. This would have been a better story. Yeah, it, would, it would. I mean, the story was good. Oh, no, no I mean, like, at Mania. Yes, yes. Then, you know, Cena I was rooting for CM Punk to go against Rock and Cena that year. I was hoping yeah. for a triple Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have made sense. I don't think anyone would have been upset about that. Nope. But, you know, maybe besides Cena. You know, on the rock. So, but whatever. At least he would have been in the main event. Yeah, that's a different story. Different uh-huh. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, great story. Mm. I agree. What What do you got next? Um, I'm trying to put them in an order. I'd probably have to say the build up for Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels was probably a really masterfully well done, especially for at that time when I barely knew the characters. And couldn't care less about... How old were you at the time? Well, it was 2007. Okay. It's 2018 now. (laughs) So, uh, I was about... God, that was 11 years ago? Yeah, I was about 12 or 11. (laughs) Yeah, that was a great storyline, too. And that was two faces, you know, Mm -hmm. going at it. But, you know, Shawn Michaels having to do, you know, the job of, you know, putting old Yeller down, Mm -hmm. basically... Um, and they put on a great match on top of everything, which you knew you were going to yes. get um, from that both calibers of athletes. Well, I didn't know I was going to get that. Yeah, well, at the time. Were you, did you become a Ric Flair fan after that? Did you go back and kind of watch his stuff? Um, not at the time. I didn't go back because I still was like grasping. Yeah, what was, going, what on. was going on? And you're twelve, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not like now where you yeah, got the network. Yeah, there wasn't a category like. Yeah. Um, Catalog is what I meant to say. Yes. And yes. YouTube was still getting there. Yeah, and you'd have to buy a lot of DVDs <laughs> to catch up on Ric Flair's career. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it just made me love both of them even more, mm. you know. I mean, it was a great storyline. And that moment at the end, you know, where yeah. he's, you know, I'm sorry, I love you, and gives him the super kick to finish him off. That's the true end of his career. Yes, yes, We ignore yes. everything else. Yes, please. Please do. <laughs> All of TNA. Um... So, but yeah, yeah. And you know what was great too is the celebration the next day. Mm. You know, the raw celebration where everyone came out to the ring for flair and everything and they let him retire in style. 
that was that was just you know a class act by mm. by McMahon. So um, that was really a big introduction to how dastardly and evil McMahon was for me as well. Because you know McMahon's just like, yeah, I want you to get fired. I want you to be on the streets, not have like a career anymore, mm-hmm. type of deal. And he was putting him in these hellacious matches every week. That's and that's right because that was the storyline. Like mm-hmm. if he lost any at any point, yes. he was done. Not just WrestleMania, and then the. The finale of that was, oh, now you're going to face Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, the only person worse to face at WrestleMania would have been The Undertaker, yes. you know, so that'd be a bit on the nose, if you will. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, 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 that was, that was a fun storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that aspect where if he lost to anyone at yes. any point, right? Yeah, yeah. And they weren't booking him strong at that point either. Like, I think he, that kind of came about where he, mm-hmm. he like had a loss, and McMahon kind of got in his face in the back and told him, you're done. You know, unfortunately, no, I'm never going to retire. Well, <laughs> he doesn't pay the bills. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, no. Fun storyline, really, really. And a great way for, you know, a legend to go out. Exactly. So on the biggest stage of them all. And last but not least, of course, is Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker 2. Okay. Uh, just the whole buildup of him begging for the match, trying to get Undertaker to finally face him again, you know, regain that loss that he had from the previous year, really show um, that he could beat The Undertaker. It was just, you could really see the desperation. I don't know if uh, he had just taken extra acting classes at this point, but I was really bought into the entire storyline Yeah, at that point. Yeah. You're talking about who? Michaels? With yeah, that? Michaels. You know, Michaels, when he wants to, he, I mean, he's one of the best of the mic. So, I mean, he really sold that whole storyline. And because, right, that was the whole Undertaker just refusing over yes. and over again to take He's like, no, match. I'm done. I'm yeah. yeah, no, I have no reason to. And then, yeah, he had to put his career on the line. That was his offering mm-hmm. to The Undertaker. Was that the mania where he came out all, all in white? white? Yes. That's great. He, he like, lost his mind almost. That's how the kind of character it seems. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. just over this loss to Undertaker. Just, like, unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, that was that was a really really interesting storyline and something that I wasn't expecting at the time. Um, you know, I because I, I I think you know every year you kind of heard that it might be the last year for Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels, but you didn't know for sure. Um, but you know the fact that you know this was it because you just even then you knew the Undertaker wasn't gonna mm-hmm. lose, so you kind of felt like okay, you know the writing's on the wall. This is it for Michaels. So. Um, yeah, just a, I mean, just a great way to go out, you know. Was that the year after what WrestleMania was that? Was that the year after Flair? I think so. Wow. Was it, no, no, that would be two years after. Was it two years after? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. An awesome way to go out. And I love that he's kind of resisted, you mm. know, the urge to come back. You know, even though I feel like they probably call him every WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we heard rumors last year with him and Styles, mm. like they wanted to, you know, have those two go at it in a dream I mean, match. he's not ready. He doesn't want to. Yeah, I mean, good, good I for mean, him. he's Mr. WrestleMania. They're going to keep going. There's no reason. Him, he but... kind of explained it, too. Like, I, there's no benefit to it, you know, for me or for even AJ Styles at the time. You know, if I come out, you beat me, you beat an old retired guy. You know, if I come out and I beat you, I'm still going to be retired the next day. You know, and I buried someone. You know, man, sounds like something I would like to hear from a lot of other superstars. <laughs> well, you're not. So, <laughs> so my list. Um, let's see. First, we'll go. Actually, yeah, we'll go from uh, bottom to top. So we'll do the first number three for me is Daniel Bryan. 
WrestleMania 30. That was my number three. I feel like that storyline and everything, even though at first it wasn't a storyline, um, was great because it was organic. You know, it was really the fans, you know, getting their voices heard, even though they kept on, you know, misbooking the product mm. over and over again. You know, the fans actually got their voices heard by, you know, McMahon, and he actually gave them yeah. what they wanted. At that, that, that point, I was really angry with the company. Okay. So just that's, I think that's why I was so against Daniel Bryan's year that year. Really? I was just like, so just upset with the way that they were booking things with was, Batista and... Was that with the CM Punk? Yes, yeah, I was party. after... You know, <laughs> I was just in an angst mood against yes. WWE at this point. Christian's a giant CM Punk fan, no. so, you know, and I, I am too, so... Not that I'm looking for him to return. Yeah, right, but, right. so, but, so are you, so you blamed, you didn't blame Brian, but no, you're just no. kind of angst all over the company mm. and just kind of done with everything at that point. Yes. Because really, they were against Brian, like, you know, it's not like this was predetermined, you know, even Just like, though, for okay. some reason, the yes movement felt weirdly forced for me. Mm-hmm. Like the way that they were using with the crowd going into the ring and was that, that point, but at that point, that's when they already knew like he was going to get the WrestleMania mode. That's mm-hmm. when they actually started booking it for WrestleMania. But before that, you know, when he had like when he wasn't even in the Rumble, oh yeah, you know, and you know the whole thing where the, with the Wyatts, you know, where they kind of turned him heel for mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, and the crowd refused to let him be heel. <laughs> Really, it lasted like two weeks. Yeah, I wasn't um, against Brian. Yeah. I'm just saying, I was against the way that they were booking things at the time. I liked his angle with uh, Wyatt during that period. Uh-huh. I liked what they were doing. I liked that they teased the whole... Like, and he was having great matches. Mm-hmm. He really was. And he's a great worker. So I was glad to see someone who's definitely not the prototype, you know, uh, superstar mm-hmm. in Vince's, you know, mind. And seeing kind of that real life behind the scene aspect of the company come out into the limelight and, you know, getting this kind of, you know, war between the fans and the office, you know, like, this is what we want. Well, this is what we want to give you. We want to give you Batista, but we don't want Batista, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, and I feel bad for Batista because, you know, he's just kind of the innocent victim in all this, you know, he want he actually wants to come out as a heel. He did not want to be a face, you know, at all. Yeah, um, and he definitely, I don't think he even wanted to win the Rumble. So, um, you know, God, even Rey Mysterio got booed that that year. It's just a mistake. So, just horribly booked, you know, but I'm glad that they right the ship, and mm. I, they did it in grand fashion, too. You know, he had a huge WrestleMania moment, um, one of the better moments in the last five years, you know, if not ten years. Yes. Um, for the company um, and the guy is still hugely over and will be a huge asset to them if you know if he can stay you know mm-hmm. healthy so um, yeah yeah this really made him I mean they misbooked him again right afterwards you know and then unfortunately he got injured so mm-hmm. I think they had him like running from Kane in a parking lot like two weeks later it was ridiculous um, so but I'm glad that they actually pulled the trigger and let him have his moment and let the fans have their mm-hmm. moment it felt it's one of the last things that felt like truly organic you know where the fans kind of got their voices heard um but yeah so that was my number three moment um my number two moment is wrestlemania 12 uh sean michaels versus bret hart in a 60 minute iron man match um you know sean michaels finally having his boyhood dream finally coming come true you know the classic um Mm. scene of him you know crying into the title 
Um, just a great storyline. Sean, the year before, was in the main of WrestleMania and actually failed against Diesel. Um, but he was kind of, you know, he was, I believe he was the heel in that match, but the fans were still behind him. Um, you know, and this whole year was that, that redemption angle for him. Was this the match where they went all 60 minutes? Yes. Okay. Yes, they went 60 minutes and then he ended up, they got overtime basically. Mm. And that's when Michaels won. So, but you got awesome vignettes, like a lot of like training montages and everything like that, you know, some cheesy goodness, you know, but these were two of the best workers in the world going at it. Mm. So, you know, and it was definitely a baby face versus baby face, you know, type deal, but it was really well done. You know, it was great buildup, unlike Styles versus Nakamura, mm. <laughs> um, you know, where you kind of felt the heat between the two and, you know, they both want to be the best in the world and, you know, they had a lot to choose, uh, a lot to prove. And um, there was even an awesome angle between here where he had to beat Owens to keep his, you know, Royal Rumble, you know, main events, you know, um, contendership for WrestleMania against Owens. They did this whole concussion angle and everything that, you know, at the time, a lot of people thought was legit where he passed out in the ring, you know, during a match with um, Owens. Um, Owen, I should say, not Owens. Um, and it, yeah, just really well done, really well, like just well booked, you know, and great writing happening here. So, and just the match paid off, you know, yes. it, which that was a great match. Yes, one of the better matches, um, you know, of that era. I um, keep waiting for them to kind of recreate that in another match going, like, uh, nowadays. Because mm-hmm. every time they have Iron Man matches, it always goes back and forth, the amount of points. Yeah, the, and it was ballsy, right? Because you didn't mm-hmm. have a pin at all happen during that match, you know, until the very end. So, I mean, you got it to go over time, you know, and then you kind of gave Hart, you know, a reason to be pissed off, you know, even though he was kind of going to do his own thing for a while um you know i think he actually ended up you know some weird western tv show he went lonesome dove there there you go he went and he like was acting on lonesome dove for like six months or something so he was taking time off but they actually worked the boys in the back where they made him believe that hart was legitimately pissed off and you know was done with the company like he didn't like shake hands with anyone he just stormed off into his car and everything like that and he thought he was going to come back to like you know a, a match with Shawn michaels like a rematch and for some reason it wasn't in the cards you know but yeah just a great great storyline you know and a great payoff you know at mania so that's my number two and then my number one the mega powers explode at WrestleMania <laughs> five. So this is when I first started watching wrestling, really. Mm. Um, WrestleMania three, I think I was, I think, I want to say it was right before WrestleMania four, but I like got the VHS tape of mm. WrestleMania three. I was watching it on TV and everything like that. I, you know, I tried to order WrestleMania three, but you know, I couldn't at the time being like eight. Um, but, um, you know, without my parents' permission, mind you. Um, so, I got to see WrestleMania five actually on pay-per-view at my friend's house. And the buildup for this was like pretty much a year and a half long. So you had the mega powers coming together. You had macho man turning face, you know, one of the top heels in the company turning face, you know, Hulk Hogan coming to his aid, um, you know, and then teaming up, you know, macho man winning the title and WrestleMania four, 
um, in the uh, big tournament that they had, you know, them being buddy buddy and then like slowly throughout the year teasing this tension between the two and then just finally having them explode, if you will. Um, just great storytelling, mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely a slow burn, you know, yes. it won't work nowadays, I don't think. Oh, you I know? would have loved that. Especially, younger, yeah, especially with like, you know, how many hours of TV that mm. they do. Um, God, back then it was just on like superstars. It was just like syndicated TV you're watching and like the main event you got like once every like couple months um, on Saturday nights. But yeah, just, I mean, a great story. And I was such a huge macho man, Mark, you know, after he turned um, face and I was so heartbroken when he like finally turned on Hulk Hogan. Um, but yeah, no, I, you know, but secretly I still loved him, you know, you know, this is like nine year old me, mm. um, you know, so that just, and the match was, eh, it wasn't a great match or anything like that. You knew what was going to happen, obviously, but, um, just a great build up and a great storyline. So, the, you know, something that people still remember is mm. one of the classic feuds of all time. So yeah, that, that's storytelling, you know, <laughs> something we don't get nowadays. Nope. So, but yeah, so that's pretty much going to do it. You know, everyone, happy WrestleMania. <laughs> you know? We're going to see you on the other side. You know, sure. I hope you didn't rain on your parade too much. <laughs> With all our doom and gloom. Um, I you mean, know. Hopefully we can say it was a good time after the fact. Yes, you know? exactly. Like I said, I there's all these talented athletes in the ring, you know. As long as they're given time and everything, mm. you know, they, they can overcome poor storytelling you know on the writers you know part yeah. so i mean hopefully we're sitting here just praising the show next week and i i feel like next week will probably be just a huge review of wrestlemania yeah um but yeah so hopefully we'll be singing a different tune next week yes. so but enjoy yourselves so we got some big shout outs this week definitely some podcasts you should be listening to yes we're gonna start off with karaoke big e podcast it's time to step up to the mic and give it all you got on the karaoke Big E, the truly original karaoke podcast where Big E and Kevin sing the songs that have meaning to their guests and find out why those songs are so important to them. It's a very interesting concept and it's a very interesting show to check out. Yeah, super original. I mean, and just a fun listen. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we also have EMZT Radio Podcasts and Productions. They are your home for macabre fun music interviews and independent horror. Check them out. Yes, definitely. I love horror, you know. Mm -hmm. And then we also have, last but not least, Nick and Vince's podcast. We cannot say enough good things about Nick and Vince. That's right. They talk sports, movies, pop culture, science, history, and sometimes have guests. This guy dives so deep into his topics. Yes. It's unbelievable. This week he actually uh, covered Annihilation. It was super insightful. I mean, we also did a review mm -hmm. of Annihilation a while back. But it was actually something we requested. Um, they did a little poll, like mm. what movie, you know, that we wanted to see them review. And, um, you know, I think Tomb Raider actually won. But since a couple people requested Annihilation, he did both. Yeah. So, and he still reviewed both. I mean, yes. Yeah, and nuts. he researched the crap out of that movie. <laughs> and he dived deep into that movie. It was a great listen. Things that I didn't pick up mm. from the movie, um, you know, absolutely. So yeah, hear I mean, both our thoughts and his. Yes, yes. I mean, while you're at you it, know? but yeah, you know, definitely give them a listen. I mean, we run promos by them all the time. Mm. Um, they're friends of the show. Exactly. I mean, you, know, you can find them on Podbean. Yes, yes. I mean, and follow them on Twitter. Absolutely. Exactly. 
All right, and I think that's going to do it for the show. That's right, and right now you're probably listening to Them Guilty Aces. Yes. Another friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, go over to iTunes, download their music, Awesome Rockabilly Band from Chicago. Follow them on Twitter. Um, they've got a bunch of upcoming shows mm-hmm. in the Chicagoland area. If you haven't seen their music video, go check it out. It's on our Facebook page. That's right, and um, it's also on YouTube right now. Exactly. They've got a new album coming out shortly. So check them out. Yes, and while you're checking them out on iTunes, you can check us out on iTunes. That's right. We are on iTunes. Go ahead. Head over there. Um, subscribe, rate, and review, as mm-hmm. always. Um, and then, yeah, we're on uh, Podbean. We're also on Stitcher. We're also on... Google Play. Google Play. There we go. <laughs> um, and maybe... Maybe Sound... Not SoundCloud. Um, no, it could be on SoundCloud. Yeah, that's not an issue. Um, Spotify. We're Spotify. working on it. It's, Sorry, it's, it's... one thirty in the morning, people. <laughs> Spotify. It's still in the process. I yes, yes. I heard a lot of people have problems getting on Spotify. Yeah, so, so knock on wood, we might be on Spotify soon. And if so. there's anywhere else that you like, if there's a podcast app that you would love and would want us on it, yeah. give us a listen. Let us know. We'll, we'll put it on. There. That's right, and that goes for anything. Follow us on Twitter mm. if you have any feedback. Let us know. Um, we're easily accessible. Yeah, join our community. We're on Facebook and Instagram right now. That's as well. right. That's right. We are burning midnight oil. Yes, right now. memeing like crazy. Yes. So yeah, um, but that's gonna do it for this week. Um, happy WrestleMania week. Happy WrestleMania. Damn straight. <laughs> this is Christian. This is Damon. And that was the amazing Nerdshow.